0: Hey what's up beautiful souls, Chad Haefeler here with my brothers Eric Dixon and Jeremy Duncan and we are Lights at the Round Table. In this podcast we're going to discuss a wide variety of things ranging from spirituality and the metaphysics of reality to the psychological struggles that we face on a daily basis. So we hope you enjoy, we're grateful you're here and welcome to the roundtable. Uh, what exactly yeah. about let let's get into that a little bit i, I like uh, the topic what well, how, let's say how do you we, feel about that we
1: gotta at least do the intro because that faith is part of the things we want to talk about right
0: yeah but we're talking about it now
1: okay i'm not i don't want to fucking have to <laughs> chop suey this oh, fucking man. thing all over again like
2: we did before fair enough, fair <laughs> enough.
1: <laughs> i want to hear what he has to say too but let's uh, yeah let's at right. least play the intro first so that part can be done
2: <laughs> <laughs> you <work> the production. <laughs> Uh,
0: nothing. Nothing. Never mind. <laughs> Go ahead. Press it. Let's start this shit. <laughs> Blocking the flow. Hey, what's up, beautiful souls? Chad Haefler here with my brothers, Eric Dixon and Jeremy Duncan. Episode four, Lights at the Roundtable. Tonight, we welcome back a season one guest, David Nieves. Thank you, brother, for joining us. Uh, We're going to discuss a little bit about expectations and how they can lead to uh, a lot of sorrow in our life and, and other negative feelings that we may set ourselves up for as well as talk about faith, uh, not necessarily in a religious sense, but just faith in yourself, faith in the process, faith faith of of greater. So, thank you so much for being with us. And uh, how was your guys' day, David?
3: Uh, Chad, I had a great day. You know, <laughs> like we were just talking before before the podcast. Uh, you know, I had COVID, so now um, I'm I'm our first COVID survivor that. too. Now I feel better. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, and we were, uh, we we said we we started we just started talking about reincarnation. So that that was uh
0: quite a way it. to start.
3: Yeah, yeah. Let's let's get right into it, right? Yeah, like the absolutely,
0: <laughs> absolutely, brother. What are your thoughts? You you brought up Sadhguru uh, before we started recording and uh, talked about your belief in reincarnation. Can you share more yeah, more well, about that?
3: It's, yeah most definitely you know I, you know science proves this their energy cannot be created or destroyed it falls to shape or out of shape um and e- everything is energy and uh, even the you know they 70 percent of the of the universe is, is made out of uh, what they call uh dark energy uh and then the other 30 percent or 29 percent is dark matter and uh they don't they they science proves they don't know what it is right but it, it, it operates 99% of the of the known universe and then you have the 1% is atomic matter you know uh, and I'm, I'm quoting deepa chopra here um and 1% right which is what we see the stars me you atomic matter so we can say that it, it can be said that 99% of the universe is spiritual matter uh, that which we don't we don't really cannot touch it, but yet it's a it's somewhere it's still it's still there.
2: Right.
3: Uh and so there's a lot that we don't understand and I, I guess I'm I'm kinda just uh, prepping myself up to open up to this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think I ever talked about this before with anybody. Let's do uh, it the, man the fact that I, I I believe in reincarnation. I believe that what the atomic matter, yeah it is it, it's, is all this our food, all our, all all our, our body is is the recollection of food. is dirt, right? That we have it has recycle. Uh so but when it comes to consciousness, that con that that consciousness continues, and and you know there's a good book out there that I that I that I it's it's only for people that are kind of ready for a book like this. Uh and you you got to be a you you have to be almost be a practitioner to really. Accept the book. Uh, it's open. You just got to be open. Like, yeah, you got to be open. It's called yeah. Death by Sadhguru, and uh, talks about it. it, it talks a lot, a lot. talks a lot about about reincarnation. Talks about how thought uh, this uh, this body that I'm living in right now is just another. It's just a body that has been uh, has been I'm experiencing right now. But whenever I, I don't, whenever this I leave this body, I, I'll just enter another form. Uh, would it be human i hope so uh but i don't i don't know no well,
1: so and let I, me ask you a question based on that right cuz i also have a belief in reincarnation i don't know if i believe it's the only way but my belief kind of falls on the fact of you have the choice to come back or you come back until you've learned what you need to learn to become a part of the higher consciousness but that it's well, not an always continuous thing you don't always come back it's not always just a and non stop cycle. I believe at some point there is a a complete higher power that you become a part of.
3: Well if if you study yoga and you study the the, the Buddhists, they that's what they talk about. Their, their goal is to escape the reincarnation cycle. That's the goal. Uh but if but essentially you don't get to choose unless you're very aware. Uh there's there are some beings that have uh and there are known beings out there that are that are, that are spiritual beings that are that have, they can have, they can do that. They can have that. But technically, but, te- but usually it's the tendencies that, that people are, whatever tendencies you have is what you're attractive for attractive. For example, um, one of the things, uh, and then again, this is not within my experience. I'm not like a, a expert on any level, expert on a reincarnation, of course. Um, but like if, if a tendency, if, a, if let's say if a tendency of an individual it's a strong tendency of gathering, right? This could be this wealthy individuals that are just uh, enough is never enough. They just want to gather, gather. In their next life, the universe doesn't know anything but the tendencies. So in the next life, you might be an ant that just likes to gather stuff.
0: Oh, that's an interesting perspective. I like that. Hmm.
3: Yeah, so it's just the tendencies that, that whatever strongest tendencies you have, you might be a you know one of those beavers collecting goods <laughs> and putting
0: <them> <laughs> it creating it. So, a- so what if the opposite? What if you come back to the opposite effect to live the other end of that spectrum, in a dualistic reality of Earth? Like what if you're that gatherer, collecting and hoarding all these goods and, and belongings, and on the tail end, you are born in, in extreme poverty. I kind of you know what I'm saying, like you. to to learn the full spectrum. You know? I don't know. Just a theory. I, I'm no expert on anything, but...
4: I, I know, explain that. Explain that to me. It could be what infinite, right? I mean, it could go any way.
0: So, like, in a in a dualistic reality like we have as humans, like good and bad, black and white, what if in one life you live an abundant life where you perhaps uh, are over uh, indulgent and hoard goods or uh, energy, if you will, if everything is energy, you hoard energy in a sense, and what if... Mm-hmm. To learn the full spectrum of that, you are born into poverty where there is no energy to be harnessed except, you know, internal life force energy. But when you're in that- But you got to find a way to create, like it's, Right. And yeah. when when you're born into that extreme poverty, you're going to live in your root chakra and, and it's going to be fight or flight your whole life. You know, so what if on a soul level, you have to, to experience that full spectrum instead of the tendencies? You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense?
3: Yeah. Yeah. It, it does make sense. Uh it, it, you know obviously everything <laughs> all, all we're doing here is speculating For right sure now, man obviously. that's
0: the fun part about it man that's <laughs> that's <laughs> what well, we do at the round table
3: <laughs> <laughs> But it's it's a uh you know I because I, cause I one thing I you know again science proves there's 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 multiple universe theories you know I was just watching cosmos yesterday at yeah, you know I, and they had a great uh, you know they were they were talking about this you know multiple worlds and multiple uh universes and uh, it, it, they're saying that they might, in, in, in yoga, uh, the number 84 comes up a lot. Uh, and then it has to do with, you know, in, you know, one of, some of some of the yogis talk about how they that the big band had happened 84 times and they they can, you know, it's within their experience of whatever it is, they're experiencing. Uh, uh, so, but I, but I always wonder, I wonder that. I wonder if, uh, hey man, if it's, is, uh, is this thing that, that, I mean, if we're living multiple multiple realities, uh are we jumping from reality to reality energy or would do we always stay within our own universe, you know what I mean? I,
0: I think we're we're multi dimensional and it just depends on how we choose to shift.
3: Hey, I I would like to think that we more multiple dimensional for sure. Uh, it, it it seems like um I I had a I had an experience, I don't know I don't know if you guys ever done psychedelics before. Uh but Absolutely. I, I I had an I had an experience uh where uh, I did some shrooms about six months ago. It was, this was during COVID too. Uh, and I was at home. Obviously, like, you don't do anything. So I'm like, all right, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to go do this. And uh, it was, I had a multi-dimensional experience. It's even hard to describe it. Uh, I, I, It's undescribable what I, what I, what I have, but I, I, I was traveling through dimensions and experiencing different dimensions uh, from, from the smallest, Particle to the to the to this biggest galaxy cosmos. I felt like I was experiencing it and seeing it. And I was like, I, I got done. I was bawling, crying afterwards. I thought it was so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was. Uh, uh, but so I, I I believe that too. I think I think that we are multiple multiple dimensional beings.
0: Yeah, I think um, what the fungus well. does, man, it, it tunes us back into Mother Earth and and the oneness of things, and it shows us that we're multidimensional. So. To answer your question, yeah, psychedelics have been a huge part of, of my evolution and, um, where I've come to, to find myself and how I view things of spiritual happenings, psychological happenings, metaphysical things and and how they're all related. And and that's what the mushroom has shown me. It's all related. And, And to, to go back to science, science is also proving that science is changeable within the, from the observer standpoint. So depending on, how you want the outcome and your expectations of the outcome, these scientists that are conducting these experiments, things are being altered just based on how they're perceiving it and the energy they're putting towards it. So every outcome could be different. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? And we we get in this mainstream of, of thinking and if it doesn't find its place in that mainstream, we dismiss it. But how limiting, I mean, how linear Uh, of our ego to do that to us to rob us of that multi-dimensionalism if if that's even Mm -hmm. a word you know but isn't that crazy
3: it it, 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 it is (laughs) they've been talking about that
1: for for decades now i mean mk ultra and all the other stuff that the government did to manipulate frequencies dimension vibration to to keep us bogged down and keep there's a
0: reason they stopped the psychedelic air in the 60s and 70s you know, there's a, there's a reason yeah. and, and there's a lot of reasons actually, but to shut down uh science that they were funding it, once they realized like, Oh shit, this is turning our best professors into like against us, like speaking out against us, how we are the the machine. It's like, damn, these are really intelligent people.
3: I read something that they're using. They're starting to use it again. Uh, yeah. A lot. Uh, Huge. DMT and. and and mushrooms in order to uh, help people that have addictions and, um, uh, and are also suffering from PTSD. PTSD uh,
1: addictions, any kind of like, there's a lot of depression, yeah, depression, a lot of mental illness, muscular
0: deficiencies and stuff. I mean, there's, there's a lot going on. All of, all of of Silicon Valley, that's, they talk about openly how they microdose with psilocybin and, and LSD to, to open their, their channels and to, to tune into that multidimensionalism that we rob ourselves of. I mean, these yeah. are the people that are creating our reality with technology using that. You know, that's a powerful statement. Yeah, on a daily basis, man. Yeah. Well, that's what microdosing yeah, is. Yeah, I know it's what not like what I'm saying. A, like- so microdosing, those of you listeners that don't know what it is, it's, it's basically taking a minuscule amount of these uh, compounds to, on a cellular level, change and shift the way you perceive things. And it kind of takes you out of your uh default mode network, if you will. The, the f- autopilot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That autopilot, that programming that is instilled in us from incarnation, essentially, um, it, it takes you out of that default mode network and shifts and opens up different parts of your brain. So by the physical world and by uh, the psychological world, you're going a different route. So, And it's all connected. And it, it's really beautiful studies Actually, this is the third year in a row that the FDA has approved and called these substances breakthrough therapies. So, now that that's saying the government is dumping millions and millions of dollars into these programs again. And, and that's a really beautiful thing. And I think that speaks to where we're at in our human evolution as far as consciousness goes. Like, they are from Mother Earth. They are part of us. And, and we're getting back to that. And, and that's the healing power of Mother Earth and and how infinite we really are
3: what do you what do you think about um as far as the um what has consciousness like do you think like this table has consciousness the mic uh and every uh every everything whether it's considered alive biologically or not
0: you know i i don't think so i think it's in the in the conscious beings with with the ability to to perceive things so i i don't you know i don't the counter well i don't know i don't know man that's a good question i don't i don't think so i don't think like the counter does or and
1: not that maybe it never could have when it was part of mother earth but that's part of right where we that gets cut it. off right, right. And we robbed it of we it. killed we the wood it. we killed yeah. the
0: rocks right i got you
1: like when it's connected to it and it has i mean it's been proven that trees have a network with their roots that allow them to communicate and right. that trees actually talk to each other. Right. Yeah, yeah well fungus
3: fun, is the, is what allows us to do that, you know yeah, that, right?
1: Yeah, they do that as well, yeah.
3: That's uh, that's the, uh, the the shroom the, the shrooms underneath the underneath the dirt. It's what is the highway that connects all the trees, all the grass and everything.
1: Yeah, so once you disconnect it from that, it's the same way as it's like their shell. It's a tree The tree is the shell for all of those cells and for that consciousness. And once you uproot it and you pull it out of that network, same way as humans, you're shutting that off. That doesn't mean that it's dead, but that energy has gone
3: somewhere else. But but think think about this. If you take the chemical composition of a rock, and they've done this before, they've done experiments, where they take the chemical composition of a rock, they put it into this liquid material that breaks down the composition, and then they take the chemical composition of a brain. (laughs) And they... Break down the composition, and they couldn't tell the difference. It well, was one. it was the same. So one, but yeah, one we say is conscious, right? And the other one we say is it. not, right? But yeah. if you breaking it down by the atom and the composition of what it's made of, is the same.
0: Yeah, that's a beautiful point, brother. I never really kind thought about it. Yeah, that is crazy. It's all yeah. crazy, man. <laughs> because it's it's outside the box, you know. People people aren't having these conversations often enough.
3: Yeah, it gets you to wonder. You know, it gets you to wonder what what has what has what's what's conscious, what's not, and what's you know at what level are we? It's, it's happening,
0: right? Yeah, that's that's kind of crazy. What if our solar system is just like. The sun is a nucleus of a of a small atom inside of another human being. Oh, I've seen that before.
1: <laughs> or, no, I've seen people dive into that like on a you documentary know.
3: before. Like they, They've talked yeah. about that.
0: Yeah, it, it's crazy because you, like you talked about the dark matter in the universe, when they zoom in on the human body, it's the same ma- makeup. It's ni- still 99% dark matter within the human vessel. So it's like yep. <laughs> just one ever going Reality, I guess I don't know what the hell you want to call that. I saw a picture Not a of a leaf powerful enough. I guess
4: I saw a picture of a leaf the other day and it, it was held up against somebody's palm, and the leaf and the lines in the leaf look exactly like the p- lines on the palm of your hand. It's yeah. no coincidence
3: yeah. right yeah um, it's yeah. it's the same thing where they look at the the neurons of a brain and then they they look at the uh the clusters of galaxies yeah. and yeah. they put it next to it, and the you know looks looks exactly the same, yeah. It's, uh, it's- yeah,
1: that's a theory that's out there. If you've never researched it, look it up. There's some crazy rabbit holes to go down with that. Oh yeah, I've,
0: that's where some of these questions come from, <laughs> and the rabbit
1: holes I've dove down. But no, I mean thinking about it, like oh, like yeah, like, like you, you described yeah. it, like that theory. There are actually people who have dived down that rabbit hole already and tried to find answers to to prove that that's what's happening.
3: What 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 got you down the rabbit hole? What what, what was that curiosity?
0: Me personally, yeah, uh, just always. Always seeking wisdom, brother. Always sitting quiet and and just calling it in. I don't know nothing, nothing that I can recollect
1: specifically. Specifically,
0: but just the path of of trying to find divine truth and, and universal truth, man. I don't know. I don't know specifically.
3: I, you know, I, at, at first for me was I was um, I, I grew up in a very religious household. We were Pentecostals. And yeah. they threw the Bible at us and everything yeah, was the exact
1: sinful. same thing, man. Yeah.
3: So I and, I, and I was, so I was very, um, I, that, that kind of threw me off. Like in the beginning, I was like a child as a child. I knew something was wrong. I was right. like, this is not right. You guys are all <laughs> fucked up. What, what, yeah? <laughs> yeah, uh, man. How, how, how is my mother cutting her hair a sin. That makes no fucking sense.
2: Right. Right.
3: Uh, and so I, I, I that kind of, put me in a, in a place where I was looking and I read this book called the gods of Eden. I don't know if you guys ever read that book before. Uh, where it talks about, uh, it basically talks about aliens. Uh, and it, and it talks about, um, it talks about the Bible. It talks about how there's, how, you know, Emperor Constantine and putting the the Bible together as, as, as a, um, as a, uh, way of control, political control. Uh, And how many, many different books were the book of Mary was let out of the Bible, the book of Enoch, you know, the book of uh, the book of the Epic of Gilgamesh was get all let off and all these books that Sumerian texts that predate every, all the books in the Bible anyways, uh, were, were let off because it did not meet an agenda. Right. Right. Uh, But. But I got into aliens at that point. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think about aliens? you got think
1: we've been listening to the
4: podcast? Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah? absolutely. Ep- They're out there for sure, episode if o- not already
0: here. Episode 11, brother.
1: Yep. Episode 11. <laughs> yeah. All about aliens.
0: Yeah, I've had a couple of experiences. So, yeah, I definitely um,
4: believe in aliens, man. I, I heard a, I heard a good account of a, of an alien abduction on, uh, I can't remember the guy's name, but he was on Rogan a couple of weeks back. And, uh, one of the famous people, like two famous was like Betty and, um, I can't remember their names, but there's two famous abduction stories. And this guy w- was one of them and he went on the podcast to tell about it, man. And it it's, it's amazing to hear it. So talking about
1: Betty and something was down in Florida, wasn't it?
4: i i don't remember enough to to say is it recent or was
1: it like a while ago i feel like it was a while ago i think they were in florida that was on another podcast that i listened to that story of it yeah this
4: i mean this guy's tale of this of this event was amazing i mean he just describes so if you like if you pay attention to like the stories they're all pretty much the same premise i mean object in the sky some sort of lights right fast movement and all this story had all of those parts. Like, it was there were seven other people there. Um, so I mean, there, I just have absolute faith. Like, if but I didn't believe, if I didn't believe before, I definitely believe now after hearing that account. But it's not possible for us and us alone just to be here. I believe in way more hey, than that.
3: I, at first, but I, at first, I didn't think of it. I was like, man, why would anybody want to like, and if you're alien, why were you going to come here? And if you're going to come, why are you not going to make yourself known kind of deal?
4: You know, when you go to like Gatlinburg, Tennessee, to kind of check on like artif- like artifacts and stuff like that and mm-hmm. old things and old monuments and stuff. Well, I think aliens are a future version of us coming back to check out the old stuff. <laughs>
3: I, that's, I, I suppose that's a possibility. It's not
1: you the follow world. that? Yeah. <laughs> he talked about that in the alien episode. And I kind of <laughs> want to amend because I said I disagree. But you know what? Now that we're talking about reincarnation, what if that's exactly what fucking aliens are? <laughs> like what if so far down the road you've gained a certain you know ascension level, essentially, and you're coming back?
0: To look at yourself, to
1: try to look at yourself, or
3: guide <laughs> others, or
1: teach other people how to get to another level of consciousness, to reach an ascension level that you're at. Yeah.
3: Have I- you heard of uh, Top Gun pilot and um, David Frafer? Yeah, yeah Frafer was
4: on Rogan too.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's where I, was, that's where I, that's where I saw, him. and I saw that video, and I'm like, so I, then I, of course, then I went on the rabbit hole, right? You just you stay up to two a.m. watching Ellen videos afterwards, then. <laughs> <laughs> And so I after that video, after talking to him and seeing his testimony, that's what made me believe. I was like, Oh shit, you know what? Everything I read about the epic the 'cause in the Epic of Gilgamesh, no I'm telling you, the book um the book um The Gods of Eden, uh they talk about some Sumerians, right? They talk about the uh the ancient Sumerians and the An Anunnaki I think it was called.
2: Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh the this 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 alien race that came here 485,000 years ago uh, and uh, they colonized and essentially they, they brought their own slaves, their own slaves revolted revolt against them. So they destroyed them all. So they decided to take a mix and do genetic engineering to uh, create human beings, which is, um, you know, if you think about it, if you really did think about it, I mean, we're only 1% away from a thin chimpanzee, right? right. Uh, I
0: was like, Our was brains like, are the e- same as rocks. I mean, we said it earlier.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and not far from rocks. Right. <laughs> 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 I'm like, hmm, is that possible? 485,000 years ago, these aliens came and... Absolutely. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Absolutely is.
3: And then, obviously, to talk about giants. I don't know. Have they have they ever found any type of giants out the there? The
0: Nephilim's in Ohio, actually, they're big, man. You should look into Ohio Nephilim's. That's what they're called. The fa- So the fallen angels came in and slept with the, the women of, of humanity and, and created these uh, Nephilim giant beings. And essentially, that's when the first flood happened.
3: And yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: God was like, oh, no, hell no, because the fallen angels were forbidden to sleep with. Well, they became fallen because they came down and slept with the women. And uh, so basically, God started over, hit the reset button.
3: Very interesting, man.
0: Absolutely. I think it's beautiful. These truths are coming out. Yeah, wasn't that part of like the
4: whole, I don't know, some sort of, what was it, like the COVID bill or something, whatever was going on that they had 180 days or something like that to disclose? Yeah, man, they snuck that shit in. Yeah, it snuck it in there. I wonder what day we're at. Uh, I don't know. This came out. You know what we're talking about, David? No, what happened?
1: What is that? What, what was that part of? So the new stimulus package there that go, they approved, yeah. okay. the most recent one that you just got a payment for, or if you haven't, you will soon. They, they included in that bill that all of the United States agencies have 180 days to disclose all information they have on UFOs and alien visitations. <laughs> so the CIA has already dumped everything. It's all online already. They did mm. protect them, though, and yeah, so many of them of are still out. so fucking redacted and yeah. blacked out. That you can't really get too much from it.
4: There Except the fact that they're covering
1: up a lot of shit still. Yeah, right. like- they're still hiding a lot.
3: Like do you think there's like, there's alien running shit? You know what I mean? Why they are they are they here, are they here just Because like if you look at David Frafer, he talks about how that uh, how this and you gotta look at you gotta look at his testimony, look at that video and his testimony he talks about how it was just hovering over the water, it goes down the water, It comes back up, like this 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 spaceship that does not that can move sixty miles within a second. Uh, so you know if if they're here and they're here, maybe on a holiday. Hey, hey honey, you know the aliens' family come come to Earth <laughs> for the holiday. Uh, and their you know their spaceship is so advanced that we they don't give, they don't give a fuck. They just they just they just cruising all around. Or do you think they're here running shit? You know what I mean? And they never left.
1: I don't think they're running shit. shit. A lot of the stuff that I've read says that they're not allowed to. They're not allowed to interfere with or direct or run another civilization. All they can do is offer guidance. Like, we have to get to the point where we're allowed to be a part of the galactic community on our own. I mean, that's just shit that I've read. It doesn't mean that it's true. Nobody knows. But I kind of agree with that. I don't think that, I don't think it would be right, you know, the same way that, Activists try to tell human beings that they shouldn't be fucking trying to control the dominion of any other species on the planet, and that we should respect that. I kind of feel like it's a universal principle to, like, a
0: universal yeah, law.
1: Yeah, to allow people to come into
2: that, but we still reality it. on their own. I mean, I mean we have dogs, and we, do. so we put fish perfect. in little
0: glass bowls. <laughs> yeah, and shit. like how sick is having a fish tank? But that's Especially like saying. a goldfish. There's activists <laughs> <say> we should. <laughs> you just take this one thing and put it in a glass bowl it's for your <laughs> entertainment, and you don't even pay any attention to it.
1: So I mean, I wouldn't say that there aren't people or aliens, you know, trying to influence or you know, in connection with people in positions of authority. But I don't think that as a whole, have, someone's trying have you to guys control ever us.
3: Ever heard of David Icke? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he he has some pretty, some pretty out there theories and talks about the uh, the, the lizard people, the lizard people, the yeah. reptilians yeah. running shit, reptilian running shit. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, what I do think do that's part of the think gal-
0: I think it's part of the opposite of what Jeremy's talking about that galactic federation that follows universal law like with I think there's good and bad beings of yeah. every race and I think quite potentially I think there could be some truth to it now I think we take things too literal as humans I don't think they're obviously not reptiles but descendants from that species perhaps or or um of that soul lineage if you will, uh, I think that's very possible.
1: Yeah. And yeah. I, I mean, I'm not opposing the idea that they're, like I said, they're in positions of influence. I think that they might be trying to take control or trying to push, but I don't think there's like any one person or alien or group of aliens that is specifically in charge, literally controlling everything. I think that they might be vying for that, trying to.
3: Man, and snakes and reptiles have always had this 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 mystical thing around it yeah i mean it's in
1: the bible but, like
3: that yeah from the bible to you know even if you look at uh the cathedral uh inside yeah. the um uh right right there in a uh, the, the big
0: snake yeah yeah
3: yeah <laughs> even in, Egyptian like culture. in the eyes and you can see that you know and there's there's also snakes everywhere like like Paying homage to snakes, and it's interesting because in the in the yogi culture in India, you know they, they talk about they openly talk about how snakes are the only, aside from us human beings, are the only beings that can possess other beings, uh, and um, and the essence and spirits can possess the snakes can possess other other beings, and which is interesting.
0: Yeah, especially if you're talking about reptiles running our country the world essentially it's definitely yeah. interesting
1: yeah i mean yeah, even very- as far back as egyptian culture i mean there's a lot of snake and reptiles in the uh, hieroglyphs and even back in greek culture i mean look at fucking medusa she's got snakes for her hair i mean they yeah. they, they pop up a lot
3: yeah they yeah. they do uh, i don't know I'm, I'm 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 into all this shit i i, I, I sometimes i go into the <laughs> into a whole twelve and i, I start looking i start connecting it i was like hmm. you're
0: at the right table brother
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah man i um
0: i think there i think there's truth in a lot of a lot of those messages and i don't
1: know man yeah the truth probably lies somewhere in between i mean sure you've got all these different theories ideas religions concepts of multiple i mean thousands upon thousands of explanations and theories going on the truth is probably a, a tidbit of all of them
0: what what if the people that we are calling reptilians are just people that are operating from their reptilian brain? Like you know how we have a reptilian part of our brain? You know, what if that's like a whole operating spot that these people are operating from and we're like, they're reptilians like lizards and shit, but it's just them operating from that part of their brain.
1: Or what if in a different <laughs> timeline it the wasn't the fucking monkeys and the <laughs> apes that evolved into I don't humans, know, sure. it was the reptiles. <laughs> right. Different timeline, different dimension. Reptiles were the ones who evolved to have conscious thought and communication and farm and evolve.
4: <laughs> It'd be a funny society. <laughs> I mean,
3: Aren't we? A <laughs> what do you think, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yes, yeah, that's interesting because, it, because it's true, right? And according according to uh, biology, we're even you know part of our brains were a reptile brain, right? So it's very very interesting to so, me. it's uh, it's fascinating to to think about? And get to think about this and the possibilities of what can, uh, what's really out there. And because no one really knows shit. We don't right. know anything. You know what I mean? Not even the scientists, they, they know how to use, use deductive reasoning to, uh, right. create computers yeah. and create technology. Amen. But uh, at the end of it all, uh, no, no, they don't, they don't know what it, what an atom is made of. They don't know where it came from. They, they don't know what dark energy dark matter is nobody i mean the, <laughs> the little bit that we do understand is like not even a, not even within a cell we still don't even know what the entire entire cell of a human being cell so uh we just it, the possibilities of what can what can be true and what can be done uh and what we're capable of most definitely mm. uh is um it's in the realm of who knows it, it, everything could happen everything's possible.
0: Uh, Man, I think that, yeah, absolutely. I agree with you 100%. I think that very mindset is what allows you to tap into that creator mode. Like, man, I don't know shit. So, let me me make up my own path along the way and believe in myself and have faith in myself Mm -hmm. and the universe and and the fact that I'm living from a pure place and, and doing the right thing with pure intentions and just love for every body, including yourself. It starts with yourself. But man that's a that's a very powerful place to be is realizing you don't know shit
3: <laughs> yeah yeah and, and you know one thing that i think this stops us quite a bit and is um is when we identify with so much you know human beings are constantly looking mm. to identify with things and when the moment you identify with something you you begin to defend that identity
1: too. we go back to this so much man this is such a common thing for us It's great to hear David say it, but we talk about that all the time, like how we limit ourselves by placing labels and expectations and connections to things that, I mean, we didn't hit on this the first time you were here, but we've talked about it since. And this is a, it's a reoccurring theme that we're placing our own limitations on ourselves by allowing ourselves to get strapped down by the expectations or labels of society.
3: Yeah, it's, 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 it's the it's the it's the ego body. You know, mm-hmm. the ego wants to identify with things and protects that identity at all costs. Yeah. and which is what cre- it has created wars. You know, it has it creates religion. It creates a creed. It creates it divides it divides a world into different sectors and different different parts of the world, uh, all in the name of creed, religion, and, and identity. That we that we say this is me, you know, mm-hmm. this is who I am, and all of a sudden, because uh, this is me, and uh, you, you're you're somebody else, you know. And again, if we, I, I always told this to my friends. I'm like, hey, listen, if you take our skin away and you, all you can see is the atoms, me and you, nobody can tell us apart. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody can tell us apart. We're, all, we're all, well, all we are is just energy expressing itself uh, within a the, the body that you're currently living at for now, you know it. For now, keep that in mind, you know, because later on, you could be different, at least in my own personal belief, it is.
1: Absolutely, brother. Takes me back to college, like a couple of these conversations that we've had, right? And I don't, it's so funny how many memories this fucking podcast has brought up, but I kind of literally in psychology wrote a paper about this, and I don't remember what the topic was specifically supposed to be about, but essentially my theory was, is there any such thing as a unique individual anymore with social media and with everything else and with everything, with all the information that's in the world, does anybody actually truly have their own genuine thoughts or are we stealing? Like, am I hanging out with Chad so much that a bit of his personality is becoming mine? And even if it's a millionth percentage, you know, 0.0000001% of Chad's personality, now that's become a part of me and I'm no longer my true self. And then you do that with Eric and with every other person that you've met. And it can just go back to maybe that's the way it's fucking supposed to be. We're all one. We're all connected. We're all, you know, we fight so hard to be an individual. If We just fucking let go.
0: That's when your authenticity comes out.
1: That's what I'm saying. But For sure. But so many people, you know, you want those connections. It's important to have those connections. But I, I find it hard to find somebody who isn't affected by the people around them in such a degree that they don't adopt a certain train of thought or mannerism or, you know, personality change or you adapt to fit in with people like it. I don't know. It's just I, a I feel a like, shifting thing. I
0: feel like I can genuinely say that I don't. You don't think so? No, I don't. That you don't want to like um, pick up on other people's realities to, to integrate it into mine. Like I, I think so I'm,
1: every thought that you've ever had your entire no, life. No, 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 that's not how science works. Okay, but no, but I, that's, and the quantum field—that
0: energy is always there. You know, but you're saying? still
1: taking somebody's theory that came before you, and if you believe in a percentage of it, a percentage of yourself is based off somebody else's theory, not your own.
0: But the thing is, it's not that somebody's theory; it's the the field's theory actually. And you look at inventions, man—that people haven't like great inventions in our time have been thought of by three and four people at the same time. In the same time frame in a totally different part of the But that's my world. point. That's right, my right, point. Right. Right.
1: I Is that we're mean. all connected to one. So, right. even if we are a part of the people that are around us, that's the way it's supposed to be. But right. we try to limit ourselves by placing a label on it and saying, I am unique, I am this, I am, you know, it's that whole thing of being a human and the human experience, placing okay, a limit on you. it, wanting to be unique. Just let go of it. Accept yeah. the fact that we are one that, of course, we share ideas and theories because we're fucking supposed to. Yeah.
3: We have this thing inside of us that we're always trying to feel connected, which is why we, you know, we look at a tree and say, "Oh, look at that tree," and we narrate it in our head. Right. But one way or another, we want to feel connected. We want to feel like we control, and that's that comes from. It almost comes from a place of evolution, where five hundred thousand, two hundred thousand years ago, we we as the species. Uh, develop as hunter gatherers and we were in tribes of 150 people. Uh, essentially our, our brains evolutionized this thing called mirror neurons that I I hang around with, with Chad and Eric. Um, I become like Chad and Eric, start adopting their, their mannerisms, their attitudes, their, uh, everything that, you know, I start adopting and they, and they, this is a clever way for Chad and Eric to like me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and because if we don't, if you, we don't like each other, and we're in a group of 150 people, and there's trouble within the clan, somebody has to go. And right. outside the clan means death, right? It means say there's a saber to tiger. there's the weather, lack of food, everything. Survival is based on the clan. So uh, our nature, very, very clever. Uh, developed this thing called mirror neurons that when we hang around together at a social gathering, I become more like you, you become more like me without even knowing. We just are our, our neurons start copying each other. Uh, and and it's a survival mechanism, right? So it comes from a survival place. Uh, but I think one thing that we have done very well now in this time that we're at today is we, we have organized our survival process perfectly, right? We don't mm-hmm. I, I have apples, oranges, and onions in my fridge. I didn't have to go and grow that shit. Right. <laughs> I went to the grocery store, right? right? So it was very easy for us to go in there and grab it. So our survival has been well managed and adapted uh, within the society. So now the question is, do we need those mirror neurons to for us to – which is also a part of the reason why – People are so freaking attached to hey, I got it. You gotta. I want to be light, right? Because there's something deep inside of us that just cannot stand not being light. Cannot stand being criticized by our peers and other people. You know, they. they this is the reason why people don't go, don't start podcasts, don't start businesses because they're afraid of the other people's opinions. Because somewhere inside of them, uh, it meant. Long time ago, right? The, the evolution memory that's inside of ourselves, that remembers everything, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's, um, knows, um, that not being liked within a society meant being, meant death, meant not, meant, meant lack of survival. Uh, so it's very, very, very interesting. Uh, that, and, and of course, it, it takes awareness, right? Awareness. I, t- I tell my fiancé this all the time. I said, listen, awareness is the beginning of everything mindfulness of thought is is everything it's, 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 it's if if you can do that just that one thing you are you're you're ahead of everybody just mindfulness of thought and 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 of course um that's um that's that's a practice and when you practice that you're you're able to start seeing things that you have picked up throughout your life that are probably not serving you And you can you can then create you can start to change those tendencies.
1: I feel like you're working your way back to Eric's favorite quote from you.
3: (laughs) (laughs) What's the next thought?
4: Yeah. What's my next thought going to be? What's my next thought
3: going to be? be. Loved it, dude.
4: That was awesome.
3: Yeah, yeah. That was uh, I got that from a yogi in India.
4: (laughs) That's a great tool, dude. I use it all the time.
3: Yeah, I wonder what my next thought's going to be. Guy, he, just, <laughs> he brings brings you back to center,
4: puts <laughs> just, the brakes yeah. on it.
3: <clears throat> yeah, it puts the brake on it. I was like, oh, and it's, uh, and it's great, it's great. Now, what do you what do you think? Because this, so there's so many religions that are based on on just believing in faith, right? Um, what do you think about what do you what do you what do you? I mean. But at the same time, there has been horrible things that have been done to human beings.
1: The worst things in history of were done faith. because of faith or religion.
3: Right? Yeah, the people have been slaughter and murder. you know? I mean, look at the uh, Crusades.
1: Like, mass it, genocides have happened in the name of God.
3: Yeah. I mean, and that's just one religion. Many others that have, have been yeah. there. And they'll have done it all in, all in the name of faith. But yet... We speak about faith as as something that has uh, has done really. There, there is something that is necessary, that is good, but at the same time, we can we can an argument, a solid argument can be done, and this solid argument can be done based on that faith also created the most horrific experiences in people's lives as, as well. Um, what do you think about that?
4: I mean, what is your definition of faith though?
3: Um, it, I, I think it I, I I I'm gonna stay very um Stop. believing without seeing, how about that? I think that which which is what's dangerous, right? Right. But at the same time, yes, you wanna believe without seeing, but that's that's and that's there's there's two sides of the coin, right? Because you can believe without seeing, but you can believe without seeing and do some pretty horrific stuff. To other human beings, uh, you can just just because I, I kill you because of, hey, if you're you're, I'm going I'm about to throw you down the water with a big piece of rock tied to your, to you're gonna throw you down the river with a piece of rock tied to your feet. Hey, if you can if you make it out. That means you, you're a witch. It means you, you're good. <laughs> yeah, <I> mean, <laughs> you good. Don't make it out. You're going to cycle. heaven. Not to worry about it. <laughs> it's
1: been a constant cycle, and it's not just religion. It's faith in a democracy or faith in your communist government or faith in witchcraft. or it, We've done horrific things to each other in the name of believing in something. I mean, in Outside any, of ourselves. Yeah, in any degree you can name. Government, belief, religion. There isn't a topic to where some kind of faith in your belief or a collective's belief against another collective's hasn't ended in some kind of tragedy.
0: I think that therein lies the problem of believing externally instead of creating your reality internally. You know, because when you have faith in yourself, you don't need to fight all that other shit because you know what you're capable of and you know your path. So do you have so, faith so in anything else? Or, yeah, in turn, it opens up faith in the universe and good things come into your life and good people, and you don't get these shitty situations unless it's like a major milestone in your soul path to learn a major lesson. You know, I think that's where uh, fate and the law of attraction kind of intertwine. So, for 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 me and my beliefs, for
1: so for you, it's about the inside and the way the inside is connected to the outside, not how
0: you can put a label on something from the
1: outside and. Like it's that inward word. Yeah, for I'm sure. I'm connected I, to this, so I'm going to have faith in myself because I can affect this and buy and turn this and buy and turn this and right and kind of yeah, for come sure. To this.
0: I like that. Yeah, I think That's there's cool. a, an ego god that religion worships and a and a true god. You know, where it's not bio control. It's not. It's not about government. It's not about anything but oh, believing in the yourself and loving that. openly yeah we're the ones who did that I mean, Well, a, i didn't do it
1: no but. not not you or me <laughs> I, know, I know what you mean <laughs> yeah, I know you it's the human, it. it's the human condition it's a, like, that kind of thing like we did that ourselves as a collective to, yeah, to put sure. that label on it
0: i think those are the dark periods of human consciousness that we're meant to go through to create these full spectrum experiences in humanity Fuck so god man. becomes fully aware of self
1: aside from wanting to see another kind of sunset with like fucking multiple planets or stars i
0: think (laughs) i
1: think that has to be one of the look at david's background i know right (laughs) so fitting but i think that has to be one of my other driving forces for wanting to know that there's other life out there like how fucked up are we or did you guys go through this too like throughout your evolution were you just as fucking simple-minded and stupid as us
0: i think you underestimate humans
1: I'm not saying
0: <laughs> you just said
1: I'm not saying every human but right, we've I, undeniably yeah. gone through a stage of
0: being fucking idiots. Yeah, but we're also brilliant and beautiful Absolutely. and But and that's what we're working creative towards, and, right? I mean, that I mean, people are already there, man. People are already masters of their own unique artistry I'm whatever that is. Not
1: talking about be. a person. I'm talking about as a collective species. I'm talking about people as a collective
0: too, man. I think there's I think there's I don't know, I guess that's the glass half full argument that you and I have. I think the humans are beautiful and powerful and people. That's
1: not what I'm saying. <laughs> what it, I'm it, saying is that we have gone through it. I'm not saying that we are on an opposite end where the glass is more full now. I'm just saying as a species, our history. Yeah. We've gone through it of these stages of being fucking <laughs> stupid and mass genocides and world wars and all of that part.
3: You know, I, I, right it, that's that's human, that's human unconsciousness, Right.
1: Yeah. Right. That's what that is. I just want to know if the other species have gone through that kind of shit, or if they were just automatically... Or are you
3: you referring to, you know, we were once monkeys throwing shit at each other. (laughs) Yeah. Like if the reptiles
1: were were really reptile, or the reptilians were really reptiles to begin with, like, how'd you get from being a fucking lizard (laughs) to now your evolutionary story? What was that? Did it look like ours? Or were you just better than us in every way from the beginning?
0: Just different. (laughs) I don't think it's a better word. Well, yeah,
1: just different. just different. I mean, but,
3: you know, I, I think, I think of, you know, going back to that, we we're just talking about faith is, um, I, I think more faith for me personally, for me and my own personal belief system is more of a consequence of, of a, of a continuing action. And what I mean by this is like, I just believe that faith, the, 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 the evidence of faith is persistence. That if if I believe I'm going to achieve something, I'm going to persist because I have faith that I see a vision that I'm going to keep moving towards that vision. Right. The moment I lost faith, I stopped taking action. I stop. I stopped persisting. Yeah. If an obstacle comes at me and I have faith, I'm going to pass, blow past that obstacle. I'm going to grow past that obstacle mm-hmm. and become bigger than the obstacle. And then I'm going to go by it because I believe on the other side of the obstacle. I can, I have my dreams, goals, and whatever it is I want to achieve in my life. But I think I, 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 that's, that's how I see faith as far as more of a continuing action based on a vision or a belief that you can achieve a, a, a desired outcome.
4: All right. I like that. Yeah. Cause for sure. Cause I have faith, you know, I have faith every day that I'm going to wake up and, and make it to the next day. I mean, an expectation is that of course everyone's going to die but mm-hmm. I have faith that I'm going to do everything I can to be a good human being that day and make it to the next day like that that's my faith mm. so I like that you said like a continuous action
3: yeah I mean I, I don't know if you guys have ever seen uh, that Tony Robbins talks about the six human needs and that uh, they're they are in um, that we have uh, and, and it, it it partakes part par- partially it has to do a little bit about with that as well, was faith and and part of it is uh for example the human need of certainty, right? Uh we need we all need certainty. Uh like certainty that I'm gonna wake up tomorrow, right? If not I probably won't go to sleep. Or certainty <laughs> that the my, the roof won't collapse over my head. If not I will probably would not be sitting here. Like we all need a certain amount of certainty. And then at the same time we also another human need is that we also need a a certain amount of uncertainty, or variety, right? I think, uh, probably men more than women, uh, need more variety, uh, and we um, you know, we just said natural things we have to. That's why we we love watching new movies. You know, it gives us a a level of uncertainty. Or 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 if we watch a movie that we do like because we've seen it multiple times, we, we're certain that we're going to get the entertainment. So that's a that's level of certainty. Uh, And then Tony Tony talks about significance. We're all looking for significance. Connection and love is the other one. We're all looking for connection and love. Uh, Growth and then contribution, which is our six basic human needs that we're all meeting. And every time those needs are met, that four of those needs are met, you usually create a habit. Uh, Like uh, there's something, there. there's some people that they should be. They they should drop some negative habits they have, but they don't. Uh, or maybe they should drop a relationship that is toxic, but they don't. Is because they're getting something out of it, right? They're they're those those needs are being met one way or another. At least four of those needs. And in a, in let's say let's give an example: toxic relationship. But in a toxic relationship, four of those needs are being met, and when that happens, you know that that individual, for whatever reason, they just for those for those reasons they can walk away from the relationship. They just, because they're, they're getting something out of it and their, their needs are being met whether, whether it's consciously or unconsciously, right. uh, it, that's the issue what's happening, uh, within the, in the individual. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But, agree.
1: So just to piggyback but, on, because I think it's a big part of where we place expectations. I know you got to go. So yeah. our other topic tonight was going to be expectations. And since you just hit on people needing to drop bad habits or, shift habits or drop a relationship, how do you think expectations play a role in not just that, but in our lives? Before you go, let's get your, I want to get your opinion on expectations. Here's
3: my things with expectations. Buddha says that beginning of suffering is expectations, right? And he's yeah. right, right? You set Amen. an expectation, it's expectations where I never met. So automatically you, um, you that creates suffering within you. And I talk about this a lot, actually, with my with my team, uh, my executive team when I'm when I'm coaching them. Is that because then the argument can be said, but wait a minute. How do I set goals? Right? Because goals is setting expectations for the future. How do I operate within the law of attraction? Because if I'm going to, in order for, in order for me to be head towards a, to head towards a specific goal, I need to think about it. I need to write it down. I need to, you know, put all these things in motions so I can operate within the law of attraction. That's expectations as well. So, is,
0: it, is it expectation or intention?
3: Um, is there a difference? Yeah. I don't know. That, that's you. the question, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I understand there's, there's two words. Right, but, right, for sure. But it it it, it seems like it, it seems they seem pretty close. Interchangeable,
0: yeah. for sure, man.
3: Yeah. And so I, I I I think you can operate within expectations. Like if I I, I don't I don't think expectations is the problem. I think that the problem is holding on to things that don't go, don't have, holding on to expectations that didn't go your way. And that, that's the problem. So which is instead of releasing is holding on to this. I think that's the biggest problem. Yes. I think expectations are fine because you need them to set goals. But if I don't hit the goal and I hold on to that, oh, my, I didn't, I didn't hit my quota last week and I didn't, I didn't reach the goal that I wanted to hit and I hold on to that all week. Now I can create a, a bit of problem and, and suffering within me. And, and then that's what people do. Uh, they essentially, you got to drop, you got So in other words, you got to learn to drop expectations when they're, when things are not, we're not going your way. If you, if you hold on to it, you're, you're, you're in trouble. Mm-hmm. But I, it's, but I think expectations are good when you use them, uh, towards the law of attraction, when you use it towards goals, when you use it, but if you, um, but if you hold on to it in the years, when you're, if you if you don't hit a goal, and then it's sudden you start crying, and you you know it goes within you that the fact that uh, you didn't hit that goal, I mean that could be uh, that could be a problem. I don't know how you, I, don't, I don't know how long you guys going to be here, but I'll be back if uh, if you guys are here in thirty minutes. Okay. I'll be right back.
1: Cool. Just leave the room up and uh, D-
0: David. Thank you, brother.
3: Continue. Yeah, absolutely, guys. Appreciate. it. I'll See it, you guys man. in a little bit. But if you guys are out here in thirty minutes, I'll jump back on.
0: Cool, man. All cool. Right. See you soon. See you, bro. So to piggyback nice. off what he was saying, I, I love his business mind. You, you can tell he's, you can tell he's a businessman.
1: I kind of disagree with, with him though a little bit. I yeah. think that, yeah, I, I think intention and expectation are
0: very different. Yeah, I do too. I,
1: I think don't. that in a sense
0: they I think can they're be kind of the same.
1: See, I think they I mean, can be. I think that the key to intention and expectation is your perception. They can definitely, absolutely be interchangeable, and I can understand how people would think or feel that way, but I I respectfully disagree. I think that they are extremely different if you are open and perceive things differently, and you take more of that observer standpoint than connecting, you know. I mean, it's hard. It's not like it's an easy thing. It's not like I'm perfect at it either. I'm not saying that, but if you place those labels on it, then you're giving that expectation meaning. And that's the difference between intent is if you have an intention, you set out to do the best that you can for something, that's not an expectation. You're just, you're following through with something that you intend to do, but that you are going to be okay with if you don't achieve an expectation. Like you, you're expected to get there.
2: Hmm.
1: Like that is the mindset. That is the intention is to get there. So you got to change your perception and the way you look at it and the way you attach yourself to it. Yeah. In my opinion. I mean, that's just me. but
0: no i i absolutely i agree with you 100 percent. I, I think um the difference for me is just it's what you said but i want to say it differently I'm, I'm sure people are gonna be like he's just said the same fucking thing but for me the difference is um hey i'm gonna run a race that's my intention or hey i'm gonna run a race in 15 minutes and 30 seconds that's an expectation and that's where yeah you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I think it's different in that
1: sense. And It's that expectation in place on a label on it. Yeah, and, for sure. Yeah, I just didn't have a good example.
0: <laughs> no, no I, I came up with the example as you were talking. I didn't have one off the top of my head either. So I've been um, trying to come up with one but I, was just like, you know I got your back, it. brother. <laughs> I got your back, man. I, um, I think the intent is just like, I don't know. Yeah, I think you said it perfectly. I just find myself wanting to
4: repeat. What and it's think, still
1: so hard to do, though. I well, think
4: it can be both. Yeah. So. You I think both it's interchangeable? Mean. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I, I can agree with that to yeah. an extent as well. Like I can see
0: both sides for sure. Sure. The, and, and the thing is <laughs> <Sounds> like it. <laughs> the yeah. thing is, there's more than two sides. So seeing both sides is limiting yourself. Well, you know what I'm, I'm saying? I'm just meant from <laughs> the opinions that You have a side, tonight. I have a side, he has a side. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, man, yeah. Super super powerful talk. I like I like David's mind.
4: Yeah. Good to pick others' brains.
0: It is. What are your guys'
4: thoughts on um Reincarnation. What's your thoughts on reincarnation, the Eric? I think we, I think we expire at some point as far as a physical body. Yeah. That goes in the ground. Right. But we, whoever we are or I is, that consciousness goes somewhere else. Yeah. It goes to another dimension. It goes to another. It could go to the phone over here. It could go to, you could reincarnate as anything. Yeah. You could come back, like you said, on the other end of the spectrum. Yeah. If you were born into poverty, you might go to the other side and become extremely the other way. You could be a rock. Might be a shoe. Yeah. Maybe even a some doll. Poo. You could be some poo, too. <laughs> I, I, I was just going with the rhyme. I mean, you know, <laughs> not very cat really, that that's like. good. <laughs> but I mean, you could... <laughs>
1: So oh, fuck! I hope I am not reincarnated as one of your guys' shit.
0: <laughs> man, be the only time you'll be inside of me. Don't make this weird.
1: <laughs> I think my belief somewhere in between. Personally, yeah. I like I hit on it, and kind of like I think me and you talked about a little bit about was um, a video that you shared with, um, or was it you? It might not have been you. It might have been Marcus. Somebody shared. Um,
0: Usually, I just share my own
1: videos. I don't know really that video that was from
0: the Archangel Michael. Oh yeah, there I, a, I yeah. had posted it in the group, I believe. Yeah, and then group. I
1: think Marcus kind of stole it from me and sent it to me Sorry. on Facebook Messenger. But uh, it wasn't mine. But in that video, it had said that the star seeds that were here to take humanity into the Great Awakening made a conscious decision to come back together at this point in time in American or not just American, but in human history to make that shift. So I think that there is, there is a degree of choice in it. Now, whether or not that choice is I'm going to come back as this person in this level of economic standing with this level of intelligence and with this level of, you know, all of those things, I, I don't necessarily think so. But as far as, you know, setting an intention with what you came back with a purpose to do I think that that's there. And I think that you have a little bit of freedom and free will with that. I mean, that it's hard to say because a lot of what we talk about kind of pulls us away from organized religion, but it's one of the things that comes up in several religions is that free will was the ultimate gift from God or from the higher consciousness that we have that choice. I just don't believe that that ends once we leave earth. I think that free will is still the greatest gift that we were ever giving. Yeah. So, to say that you just automatically come back on the reverse end of the spectrum because that's what you have to do, or to say you automatically come back as this or that. I just don't
0: really. I, I don't think it's necessarily the next life that you come back in that spectrum, but in some sense, I, for me, I, I have a crazy theory that I've not very talked about much, but I feel like the ascension process is directly in correlation with your chakra system. So, when you first start incarnating on Earth, you are born into energies of um, that field. So, your first incarnation is all flight or flight, you know, a caveman, say to speak, you know, where shelter food is pretty much your whole life. And when you master that lesson or that energy field, you ascend. To the next chakra. Your consciousness ascends. And I, yeah, man, I think… I think you could be in one chakra or one energy field for thousands of lifetimes or you can ascend multiple in one chakras and ascend once you connect with God, once I, you get that divine source of understanding of our infinites. I, I think, tend to be
1: more in alignment
0: with that. Yeah. I think
1: to a degree of, you know, my own personal interpretation right, right. of it.
0: but For sure. Yeah. For sure. Um, and I, I think as far as fate and free will goes i think we consciously a- in other realms before we incarnate as humans we decide like hey i'm gonna go be a human for these lessons do you think you can
1: incarnate as a reptilian or a
0: palladian or i uh, know i think there, i think you have a soul lineage i think um that so okay. i think you uh originate your soul starts in like for me i i am Back to Lyra and and the beginnings of Earth and stuff, and the blue avians and the Pleiadians and all that kind of weird shit that people are like, What the fuck are you talking about? So, to
1: that degree, if it's your lineage, like Eric and David had hit on, do you think you can come back as a fucking lizard or an eagle or a cockroach, or do you think you come back as a human?
0: uh, I, I, man, I don't know. I think, I think you can experience any reality that is out there from whatever lineage but you still have like a lineage that like like an archetype basically so for me i tie it to dimension right so like say that
1: aliens are interdimensional beings right i i kind of feel like you could come back as anything that's of this earth of our personal dimension yeah if that's where our consciousness
2: and our spirit is
0: attached right so i
2: don't know that yeah, I none kind of, of us know that's hard. the whole yeah, point yeah. none
0: of us know i mean it's cool shit to theorize about and, and talk about and it's interesting and you know look into it man there's there'll be stuff that that connects with like and resonates with you like oh man like i've had information hit me like a ton of bricks like made me nauseous like holy oh, yeah. shit yeah. like broke down my system like holy cow yeah. so it's an old program right Eric? You,
1: you think it's like do you think it can come back as a different species or a different animal, so to speak, in our dimension? Or how do you think it's tied?
4: Could be anything, man. Right. You don't Yeah, I don't want <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, to say, yeah. I mean, uh, it, it really could be anything. I really, right. I really feel like the pursuit of understanding what it is is, is an endless cha- tail-chasing oh, yeah. game. It's For like sure. You know, that's, all, that's all of life. Yeah. Right. So, I feel like <laughs> my day exists and... Whatever 24 hours is. <laughs> so, like, I think that's a good way to be. Yeah. I mean, and so that's like just the way I live. And that's either, beautiful. so whatever, whatever I do throughout the day, like, and all that shit might not even equate to being something good on the other side, might just be a whole waste of time. But like, it's not a waste of time, it makes you happy. Sure. I'm just saying in a result of something good on the other side.
0: Uh, okay, once you leave Right, Eric you, Dixon. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, I got you.
4: So, it's just my constant pursuit, no matter what the end goal is, I believe I'll transfer to somewhere. I just don't know where. But worrying right. about yeah. it is not something that no.
1: you're putting on your plate as no. Eric Dixon right now. No. I like that, though. For me, it's no, like curiosity thing, killed man. the cat. Like I just, I'm fucking, life. my curiosity makes me want
4: to, It's, it's very comforting for me, man. I, I feel like, I I feel like death is a very comforting thing. Like I,
0: yeah. You're a fire sign. Yeah. You're a fire sign. Fire creates death
4: and destruction, but it also, if you hear about near death experiences, you like all these people describe such a warm glow. Yeah. Such a, like a warm feeling of like just absolute unconditional God comfort.
1: Even people who say they believe they would go to hell—that everyone describes that same feeling. Yeah.
4: Like again, so like I—I I, I prefaced that was saying like, of course there would be a lot of tragedy back, but like that's—that's that's what people describe is just some warm and you know, and they don't want to come back. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think uh something that just came to me. Hell, what if hell is the root chakra man, and and you descend into hell back into your fight or flight energy and start reincarnating from hell you know and you and you just basically have to restart as a soul (laughs) you're like sorry you failed second grade go back and start (laughs) over you know what i'm saying yeah Yeah. like if you do some heinous shit in your in your heart chakra energies and your incarnations like did this motherfucker already forget his lesson from three lifetimes ago like i don't know that's crazy shit well maybe if you didn't make us lose all our fucking memory (laughs) maybe if i could come back already doing all that well then you would just be god and you would never leave source i know i'm just saying. i mean you would be fully aware and you would be one with the creator come on hook a brother up. <laughs> you're trying to cheat no cheating god sees everything <laughs> <laughs> so um speaking of expectations um i don't know how it ties into tattoos but we we're gonna hit on tattoos man what 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 brought up tattoos on your run the other day that
4: that made you want to think about it? So when Eric. I was me, <laughs> when I was uh, fifteen, I don't know where it came from, but I was yeah. out on a run. Yeah, yeah. And I was for sure. I set my intention mm-hmm. or expectation. Intention,
0: not interchangeable <laughs> <Or> point proven. <laughs> You're just running,
4: I'm just hanging around. There's, There's no expectation. Much. That's okay. <laughs>
0: You've got mirror mirror neurons
4: or mirror microbes. (laughs) (laughs) It works. Yeah. So it was, uh, so my intention was to think about podcast topics on this run. So it came from that. And then I just started thinking about my tattoos. So the first one I got was uh, on my right arm when I was 15, maybe. My mom had a sign for it, it was on spring break. I'm pretty sure I was drunk. <laughs> at 15, on spring break, but I got my initials. Yeah, Ed. Ed, you
1: got your own initials tattooed on you? Uh huh. Where at?
4: On my right arm. So I don't know if you were there, but I just said that. So <laughs> right Welcome arm. back to the table. Tim. Yeah. Um. Anyway, <laughs> so I got my initials on my right arm. For those that don't know, it's on my right arm. Um, Where at? I got my initials on my right arm. Oh, okay. Cool. So one more time. <laughs> We're out on your That's too off? much now. Come your shoulder. On. And I remember it came from Sonny. So sunny Patel. I wanted a tattoo because it was cool. Yeah. Naturally at 15. Yep. oh yeah. I had I had no desire to like myself. Why would I get a tattoo? Right. Like you wh-
0: know? what could I possibly get that would be exactly. cool enough for me? Yeah. So
4: I got my initials. oh yeah. So yeah, you Who know me. You like as that say it again, you're like Ed, like ED. that person. So I caught I caught a lot of shit from Ed, obviously, <laughs> right. like erectile, erectile dysfunction. Yes, <laughs> exactly. I caught a lot of shit from him. But I think where the thought came from is when I was out running is being myself yeah. and who I am, and that was like the first fucking sign, yeah, that I was going to be myself, and I was going to encounter a lot of shit along the way, yeah. But I being see my, where you're going. But, my, but being myself. Was ultimately going to be the place where it started. Yeah. So that's where the thought came from. Oh, yeah. That's
1: beautiful. I like that. Yeah. Uh, even though it was kind of like, you got your own. The story behind it is, I mean, I like it. I mean, mean that's, it?
4: it's just, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, here's Jeremy. It, you know, it was me at that age, whenever it was, but like just being myself has always been the, the lifelong growing point for me. Mm-hmm. So. So that was the first one uh, I got it and it's still it's still there believe it or not on my oh, right that, o- on my right arm cool. <laughs> um so I got that one that one was good and then the left one on my left arm I have a memorial that was uh, that was drawn up by Nick Miller to Katie and Brandy Katie Ayler and Brandy Cook so two girls that were super special to all of us in this group and many that are listening they were killed in a car accident. And uh I got a memorial of them. It is a cross with wings and it's got the date that it happened, uh 82702. Um so that they're always there with me on my on my left arm. So uh so that one's on the left arm, that that was a big one. And then the one on my chest is one that is the biggest one. It's two theatrical masks, Mm -hmm. one's sad, one's happy. And it says, "Live now and die later," so it's a combination of things. um When I was a kid, not so much now, um even though being behind this microphone feels pretty good mm-hmm. <laughs> but being being behind a mask is kind of where I lived as a kid. I learned early on that kind of telling what you wanted what you wanted to say wasn't necessarily a good thing, yeah, and I learned it pretty harshly a couple of times. So what I learned is I could put on a mask and be somebody else. Yeah,
1: I think a lot of us lived there for a while, especially as kids. I mean, we've talked about it before. I think people still do it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I just think that more so as kids that, you know, I think that is probably, at least for me, the time in your life where you don't know yourself to the biggest degree and you're just trying to find a place to fit in and,
4: and get that sense of self. So I get that. Yeah, so, uh, you know, and I was able to carry that mask all through, I mean, high school, uh, part of college, and then up to the time where I got the tattoo again, And another just kind of synchronicity just now. It's like, that's kind of when the change started to happen. Isn't so that's, that crazy? Well,
1: fuck, you know yeah. I relate to it because we've talked about this a million times that I this is the first time in my life I've wanted to stand still, stop running and changing yeah. scenery and living behind some kind of mask so
4: so yeah and the live now and die later that's that was a uh a line from lil wayne it's just a faint there's something he says in one of his songs i don't know if he like quoted it or something but so that's where that came from uh which is a uh, which is something that i live every day now uh, i have it right on my chest so it's the first thing i see every day and it's another growing point for me it's like every day you just gotta like you have to just like live in the moment and open up to things. Just not be so one-sided. It's, it's a hard ride. thing to do. It's extremely <laughs> hard. So, um, you know, you just, you just live now, uh, because dying's going to happen, you know? It, you yeah, you can't escape that. So just fucking live now, man. And so that's where, that's where that came from. So, live now dilator and it's a it's a couple of theatrical masks it's the whole right side of my chest it's nice that one that one was the worst one as far as pain though yeah. yeah yeah oh yeah that was three sessions
1: i haven't had any that were how many you got seven eight yeah i mean none of them are in weird spots though they're all
0: mostly on my arms i got one on my back Tramp stamp <laughs> um, I was just no fucking, fucking trans. What's you. <laughs> <laughs> you, your You said on my back right at the same time I was saying stamp so it worked out.
1: One of my shoulder blades. I don't even yeah. fucking remember which one. How terrible was that? That was my first one. It was on a shoulder blade. Yeah. And that one I didn't think really hurt that much. Yeah. What is it? Uh it is the crown thorn, the thorn crown of Christ, yeah. framing yeah. a picture of the hill and the three crosses.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I was still Religious when I got that one.
0: Yeah. How how yeah. does it feel to have that now?
1: I mean, I don't mind having it. Like I said, it, nice. my faith might be a little bit different, but right. I still have a belief in some kind of God, and for whether sure. or not Jesus was that, I still believe he was probably an ascended master in some degree. So, I mean, it still has not a bad meaning. path to follow. Huh? Yeah, it has, <laughs> yeah, it still has meaning. To still me, a so path that. for sure. Yeah. So, I don't think throughout my life that's ever going to change that there's meaning behind it. So, yeah. that's probably one of the still. few that I have that still still, still has, has some meaning. still has meaning. <laughs> 'Cause I'm pretty sure I've let go of some dreams. Um I mean every saint has a past, every sinner has a future is so still a pretty good one to me. Yeah. It just reminds me that no matter what the fuck I do,
0: there's I can still change. Yeah. Yeah. So change is constant. What's your favorite tattoo of all of them?
2: Um
1: It probably would have been the one on my left forearm if but. it didn't look so terrible now. Let me see. And I knew it was going to. I made the decision when I was 21, like the writing that's in there. And I don't even remember the poem anymore. It's life mirrors art. Music will never part. Art derives from life expectation. I don't even remember anymore. But it's literally just about self-expression and getting into that. You thought and about making that part of your self.
0: Thought about getting it touched up. And I'm going to. Oh yeah. Some degree
1: or another. I just have to I think it was a beautiful what. concept. Yeah, I mean... uh i've been looking for him on facebook recently but one of the guys i was in the navy with actually drew it up and wrote the poem for me i told him what i wanted and that's what he came up with his drawing was much better than this don't get a tattoo while you're drunk in greece <laughs> i mean uh, notice in there it's a. Uh, I mean it was a tourist spot I mean, it was in rhodes greece which is considered to be the cancun of europe so it's just literally where everyone goes to vacation. So any fucking schmuck with a tattoo gun has shops. They got fucking stands out in the street. They'll do a, like we have kiosk out yeah. at outdoor malls. They got fucking tattoo kiosk out there. So, or at least they did. I don't know if they still do. Hopefully the walls are a little bit more strict wow. now. But yeah, don't go to a tattoo kiosk while you're driving in <laughs> Greece to get a tattoo. Lesson learned. But the message behind the tattoo still means a lot. So yeah. it's. It's a struggle to get it covered. I, it has to be something that really means something to get rid of it. But I know I want. No, I'm not to saying get point. rid
0: of it. Like no, retouch I mean, it up, and, but
1: it's going to change it. So it, this tattoo won't be the same whether it's touched up, whatever, because the writing is now so blurred. small, blended, blurred that it's I see what that you're part saying. of it has to change, which will fundamentally change the tattoo. I got what so you're saying. It needs to be changed, changed, but it needs to be something special. My right. my first thought is to get a tree and have the birds come up and show like the transition of life essentially and oh, yeah. figure out a way to tie that into some kind of design that relates to a cardinal because my grandma died
0: and yeah. her favorite bird was a cardinal and,
1: and I can still have some meaning to it then. And it, it's a tattoo that means something. That's I just cool. have to come up with a concept for it. So nice.
0: Isn't still, it really beautiful cool. how everybody looks at cardinals as spirits of, of their loved ones? Everybody. Cardinals and blue jays. Man, I, I think it's just bur- birds, man. I, I don't know. They're all awesome. Dating back to soul lineage and stuff, like mm-hmm. bird tribes and, and a lot of the prophecies about these times and these timelines that we're in.
1: I saw something on Netflix. Was it the Opie Indian tribe that you are talking about? Not the Hopi, but
0: literally Opie. No, was it another. was ha- Hauparo or okay. Haupari. I was just curious because I, I watched I, I something know, about oh, the Grand Canyon and
1: part of the Grand Canyon was the Opie.
0: Yeah. I've got of pictures of it fair. and shit. I could, I could find if you really want to know. Um, Opie. Yeah. so I, I think the, the lineage, uh, of the birds and, and the spirit realm of the birds is very prevalent right now, yeah. which also dates back to the ancient Egyptians. There was a lot of oh, yeah, bird characters. Yeah, yeah. And the Anunnaki, like David was yep. talking about. Yeah. Very powerful stuff. Yeah. I, I never got, I mean, it, angry it dates
1: way back. A lot of this stuff does, which is why. I find it hard to be able to just dismiss everything. There has to be a nugget of truth. And that's why I said, like I said, I think that the truth lies somewhere in a collection of all of these separate things.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that. I would definitely agree with that.
1: You think we'll ever know? No. Outside of, you know, eventually evolving to the point of this life or the next, becoming a part of the collective consciousness. You just think that as this, meat sack of a vessel it'll ever get revealed to us we'll ever actually know anything
0: yeah and i think that's when the reset hits humanity again and you start back in the root chakra because the whole collective is ascended you think it'll be in your lifetime or no hell no you see where we're at we saw people living in the root chakra we haven't we haven't learned to use our abundance to to help the collective instead of we help ourselves
1: huh think we'll get close in your lifetime Think you'll see I, that shift I actually think, start to happen, like yeah, I on think a massive happening. scale. But on a massive scale, I, I think don't it's think it's happening on, a on a massive scale. scale, scale. I think this, co-
0: yeah, for sure, yeah, because the the awareness that David talked about being so essential to growth and to evolution, it, it's happening with this COVID man. It's it's. It slowed people down enough to become aware, but you don't think that the amount
1: of division and I mean this is from a limited mind of being an American, but the amount of division that's in this country right now to me is disheartening, and it makes me feel like we're taking a step back, like we took two steps forward and we're taking a step back now.
0: no, I don't feel that way, I feel like that's the media man if you interact with people on a daily basis, people are fucking awesome, man for and maybe that's just the reality that I'm putting myself in no I think with right. but yeah. man. Dude, I've met people from all walks of life that are just so open and so beautiful. If you just open yourself to them,
1: but how many? I I think
0: the media highlights the fringes of the human psyche to draw us towards those that separation. Mind,
1: I kind of agree with that on a larger scale, but
0: but ah. if we're all infinite beings and like the dark matter in outer space is the same as the dark matter in inner space, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't know. It's all micro or macro it's it's the same that's i feel like we're getting thing.
1: there and working in that direction i just don't feel like it's on a massive scale yet i feel like it might be in my lifetime i just don't know if it's it right now Is
0: massive relative what's well, your massive yeah, and like, that's what i'm where, saying and right
1: is that i agree with it and
0: disagree with it because of that and but. who knows man if human if if the earth realm is even meant to reach those levels because it is a dualistic reality so do we ever transcend that Maybe that's the universal law for this incarnation as a human. We're just the truck stop for the fucking no, man. You universe. look at you look at <laughs> no, shit. everything saying. so dark, man. I'm you not doing bullshit. that. bullshit.
1: <laughs> you were the one who brought up like this whole dualistic society type thing and i'm just like oh so you're saying that we're the truck stop of the galactic universe so i'm like no but that doesn't
0: it's just different it it's a not joke. a truck stop truck stop feels dirty and i don't want to be a fucking <laughs> truck stop okay
1: it was just a joke
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay devil's advocate um i think i think it's just different man i think every i think we, our spirit can can embody a lot of things i don't i don't know now we're repeating ourselves but yeah i don't know I awesome. think we'll get there.
1: I do think that we'll see it in our lifetime that, that it will happen on a massive scale. You think we're there. I think it will happen. So I'm not being pessimistic or I'm not saying we are trucks up. It's
0: It was just <laughs> You literally said both of those fucking things. It was a literally. joke. <laughs> I'm saying I'm
1: not saying it seriously. Oh, it was okay, a joke. got you. <laughs> but I think we are working in that direction. I think yeah. that I've talked to and seen through social media and everything else so many people who I would have never imagined – awakening and <laughs> in, in <laughs> doing no well yes you but since <laughs> we met start, even right like i mean that was kind of how this right. all started but even since we've met and started the podcast i've seen so much of it from right. so many people that i never thought would that i think we are working towards yeah. it whether or not we hit like some kind of global ascension level yeah. i don't think will happen in my lifetime but i think It'll happen on a massive scale. We still
0: have people living on our streets, man. Yeah.
1: And we're the most abundant country.
2: Now more than ever.
1: Yeah, man. It's we're we're
0: we're broken. <laughs>
1: and part of this new fucking stimulus package still sends I think they said a hundred and ten billion dollars overseas
0: out of the trillion. I stopped concerning myself with that, man. I think
1: well, I was curious because we we're trying to buy a house this year. Right. So, this stimulus, after all the other stimuluses that we've used to repair our credit, this stimulus will actually hopefully go into a bank account to help us have a down payment. So, oh, I yeah, was curious how much nice we would too. get for that reason.
2: Yeah. That's the goal. That's a pretty important reason.
1: Yeah. The okay. downside is it'll take us farther away from the gas.
2: Not too far, but further.
1: Why? Because she lives... Well, she works in hamilton yeah so it's a Damn. 48 minute drive for her yeah, to get to work with no traffic and on a night like tonight she left at five thirty with the snow and everything she yeah. left at five thirty, so she doesn't want to do that and i don't want her to do that right mm-hmm. so we want to live somewhere in the middle so i mean we're looking at fairfield it would still only be like a 25 minute drive for me to get over here It wouldn't change anything mm-hmm. but no. but it's not a fucking six minute drive
0: <laughs> <laughs> right it's a little different
1: six minutes from chad and 11 minutes from eric right now so
4: Nice little triangle going. Yeah. Maybe she should just get a new job. Brady, get
1: a new job. She uh, signed that contract, remember? She stuck there yeah, for two years.
0: I still say get another job. But I don't know what that contract says, and it's not my name. It. <laughs> it, she would have
1: to, she would owe them $15,000. Yeah,
0: don't do that. Don't listen to me. Don't ever listen to me. I
1: usually got some pretty bad advice. That's not true at all. I know. <laughs> this one might be bad, but the rest of them.
0: It's a joke. Come on. <laughs> Mi scusi. Me scusi. <laughs> oh man. So
1: on that degree though, just uh because we started talking kinda of about tattoos and art, how important do you guys feel like art can be to self expression Because that was a topic that interests me. I mean, I've been interested in drawing. I painted for a while, I was in theater, so I believe in that that it's an outlet to a degree. Uh what about you guys, like what what role does self-expression play in what form
2: for you guys
4: dude giant role for me because i mean without form of expression like i i wouldn't be able to listen to rogan if there wasn't forms of expression you know like if he wasn't allowed to express his opinions and have all the people that he has on then.
1: but what about you for yourself like what do you do as do you use any kind of art as an outlet or aside from this i guess this kind of considered Creative like acting would be a creative art type sure. thing, right?
2: So
4: yeah, um, no, not really. I mean, I think the only thing You're, I but
2: you, but run, you running can chaos. be
0: art. It, yeah, yeah that, you it, run a anything. Lot. I mean, you, it depends on your definition of art,
4: right? You know, I think listening, hard, talking right. can be art, and that's why that's why, I, art, that's why art,
1: when expression like self expression or when you guys said art, I said what about just fucking self expression in For general? sure because there's so many ways that that is effective. Means of therapy or expression for so many people, regardless of what form it takes.
0: Right. Yeah, I think art is art is part of the the divine feminine energy. You know, the creative, free flowing energy. So I think you, if you are not creating art in some form in your life, then you're you're out of balance. Can I ask you a question? For sure.
1: And this is a serious question. Why does it? Why is it a feminine (laughs)
0: energy? No, no, no. I, I think you're just because that's that's the universal law, not feminine as in a woman, but No, but I know I just what, asking. so there's a feminine masculine energy and, and the masculine energy is a rigid energy and the I don't know. I don't fucking make my rules.
1: <laughs> I was just asking. Um, I don't know how that ties
0: into self
1: expression and art and creativity. And so I want to be informed just as much as I would ask it for
0: our listeners. So I think that's a good question. I think the fact that Um, the masculine is rigid and and that self-expression is a, like a flowing activity. You know what I'm saying? When you're drawing, you're, you're opening and flowing. The masculine energy is more of a, Hey, I've got to go to work today from eight to whatever. I know what I got to get from point A to point B. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense?
1: And I think part of it for me is tying it literally to man, woman. You're not talking about tying it to man, woman, right? It's just, no,
0: no, no, not at all. Absolutely. So to clarify, everybody embodies, um, uh, masculine and feminine energy and when you balance those is when you're in true harmony with your divine self and, and the full spectrum if you will and
1: uh, you
4: can even how does masculine not mean male
1: that's what i was about to say so like why are we putting those labels masculine feminine Why can't it's just, it just because mean-
4: our, it's our limited language okay so
0: masculine is like it's described as an energy as opposed to a gender I, mean, I don't, I don't know how to break that down. Anymore. I mean, I get yeah. what you're saying, right? Right. right. Yeah, the I, limitations I, of our self-expression, yeah, of our it. verbiage. Yeah. Um. Gotcha. So I, I don't, I don't know in that sense, but it's everybody has those energies within their being, and uh, you have a rigid part and, and a free-flowing, creative part. So you could literally just say thinking and the Yang type thing. Yeah, or right. you can say left and right brain. Yeah. Some people would even connect masculine and feminine to the left and right brain, because right brain people are more your artsy. Artsy f- people, that and, and you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it, it's just verbiage, yeah. So, okay.
1: um, yeah, and that's me because I was tying just right. like Eric said, like, how is it not saying men when you say masculine, like, right? Yeah, no, I get you, I get yeah, what you're so saying. So, I was tying that label kind of to it, not completely because yeah. I so knew you, you would take it saying. away from that and enlighten me, but right. I was kind of thinking of it that way,
0: but and that goes to show how limiting verbiage. Can be yeah. on the same thought. We're all thinking the same thing, but all said it differently. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like as humans, that's where we get caught up instead of just feeling spirit and feeling energy.
1: I think that's why they say so many aliens labels, talk words, through just
0: thought, thought
1: and crazy. emotion. Yeah, For sure. That it's not. They don't put labels on that shit. It's just yeah. you can feel somebody else's
0: energy. Absolutely, man. That's a fucking God. jackpot. Yeah. God, it would be so beautiful to just be in that spot. Well, you drop all the labels, start to try to drop all the labels and expectations like we've talked about tonight yeah, and have faith. But because of our human condition, it's so hard. to.
1: It's not hard to necessarily drop the verbiage, but it's hard to connect with that vibrational field on a regular basis. For sure, because you know, you we're not taught there, that way. Yeah. We're, yeah. Not,
0: we're not taught that way. man. Right. It's, we're taught very linear. And we are taught if you're a man, you're masculine energy. If you're a woman, you're a feminine energy. Yeah. So it it separates front right there. You know what I'm saying? It separates right there. Fuck. It, same within the brain, that. man. Yeah. Or, or are we genetically made that way with our two two uh hemispheres of our brain not interacting? Yes uh, and firing at the same. You know?
1: I mean, it's part of I think the whole um evolution, evolution. Yeah. yeah. Evolution and our
0: the way we've chosen to do
1: things. Past traumas? Yeah, you know, the, the whole handing down that programming through your DNA and everything else that that we've talked about before. Yeah,
0: man, I said, th- man, if you, if we look at the macro, man, it's in our stars, like talking about the dark air of consciousness and stuff like these. These things are in our stars, like it's really powerful stuff, really cool shit. Astrologically moving into a, a golden age of, of human consciousness where we know how powerful we are and, and we're getting really close to source like the Egyptians did when they were funneling energy with their pyramids and shit. Yeah. You know, and then
1: and the Atlantis and then a
0: yeah, and then a reset comes because you've yeah. attained that god consciousness where you literally can create Now, do the, you, <laughs> you think you know that, this is a
1: question that I actually am very curious about. and I, I nobody can answer, it, but just your personal opinion. Yeah. Do you think that humanity will ever hit a point where there doesn't have to be a reset? Cuz throughout history people have talked about getting to that point and then mankind abuses it. Right. Do you ever think we hit that point? Like, And what does it look like when we hit that point? Man, I,
0: I don't even know if it's all of humanity that gets a reset. It could just be like a a sector of the earth that gets but reset. But enough of where the population
1: does to right where right. it, yeah. yeah, right. So it eventually almost encompasses the entire planet. Not every single soul or every right. single person, but a majority of the planet then gets kind of reset somehow. Do you think we can ever hit the point where that doesn't happen and everyone just lives in that fucking moment?
0: And what does it look like when we do? I, if we do, I don't, um, I don't know, man, because I, I don't, I think there is no need for, for human existence if we all attain that God consciousness, because we could just stay with source. You know what I'm saying? So we wouldn't have to incarnate to experience anything if we were already all knowing within our human vessel. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't feel like humans would need to exist at that point of our, because we would be back at the, at the one. We would, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know. I, then, I mean, I don't know. That's but then couldn't we just actually right
1: have life that was beautiful in every sense of the word and choose to come back and but the thing experience is the,
0: a but, life? But the thing about God is it's the full spectrum of light and dark. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I was kind of hinting at earlier. Um, but there's still theories. there are still pleasures and even the pains,
5: the
1: emotion that are connected to being in this vessel. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, like fucking or getting punched in the oh, face or mean, feeling these physical feelings right those are, there are still good emotions that could be felt when you hit that level of wanting to experience a life that's nothing but good and abundance right. and gratitude and joy and yeah like so it could then it could just be a choice of you know what fuck i want to come back and feel those emotions again but i know that they don't want to be anything
0: but good because i've reached this level right i i think that's part of Dolores Cannon's theory of the three waves coming back, the three soul waves, and uh the first couple waves were not voluntary. Like h- hand chosen so- hand chosen soul is like, hey, humanity yeah, needs help. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I don't know. It's like, man, I was trying to live in peace and harmony for the <laughs> you know, <with laughs> trying to kick it at home, man. You send me to Earth. Yeah, but to be able to bring <laughs> that here and then,
1: you know, the the ideas to as a consciousness join something bigger yeah but there's still a lot of good that comes with human emotion and feeling and yeah the physical realm of it all that what if you wanted to choose to come back and you reach such a level where you got to come back knowing that it was with a certain level of understanding man, and yeah I, connection to that consciousness like that can be a, a that, beautiful thing that to really do. resonates with me man it's kind of like what dreams may come
0: yeah. Where he chooses uh, to come uh, back and
1: like, you've never seen that? Uh-uh. Oh, man, you got to watch that. Yeah. You guys would love that. You've never seen that, really? really? I don't so watch movies. Robin it. Williams is in it and it's uh, one of his best, like, fully dramatic, non-comedic roles. Yeah. He's a father with three kids or two kids um, and his wife is in a car accident and both of their kids die. His wife is so overcome with grief that she kills herself. And then eventually Robin Williams dies, and when he gets to heaven, he's reunited with his kids and not his wife because she was a suicide. She goes to hell. Yeah. He goes to hell and rescues her, and they choose to come back and find each other because they're soulmates, and that's how he was able to rescue her from hell is because that connection that they have. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of, I guess, the appeal to it for me is like when you find that connection with your brothers and with your wife and that person, the people that you're meant to be around and that you have this level of frequency and vibration and, and are able to achieve certain things with like being able to choose to come back with that same group again and live through it all. Like yeah, that's appealing to me.
0: Yeah. Yeah, man. I, I think that that resonates with me deeply. I feel like I've, I, I've been on earth for many lifetimes and I consider myself an earth warrior, you know? So yeah, for sure, man. Because when I, when I think about it and I sit with it and I think about how to release yourself from that karmic wheel of, of, um, you know, it it basically going through a life as a, not per se a monk, but not creating karma as like friendships, families, like you are basically just it's you and source and you just have a physical vessel and you you stay in a altered state of consciousness you know what i'm saying yeah and um and that doesn't doesn't appeal to me I, I don't know if that's my chad Haefler ego or my soul like man you're a warrior of this earth you have stood tall in divine truth uh, as a human for for many lifetimes man and that's i feel like that's part of my fearlessness of of speaking my truth and stuff and i so yeah man that that deeply resonates with me, for sure. For sure, man. <laughs> How do you segue from a question okay, nice. a question of that depth? Like, so yeah, um, that's a big one. <laughs> <laughs> should Should we call it? How long's it been? Hey, if you're still with us, we love you. This has been a good one. I I hope you guys have enjoyed it, like we have. And um, what what else we got?
1: I was just going to see if David was planning on coming back to maybe, we got 15 minutes left to hit two hours even. Yeah. So I sent him a text. We'll see if he comes back. If not, we'll just call it a wrap, I think. Cool. I mean.
0: Well, you want to know a funny tattoo story?
1: Yes. For sure. He's back on right now. So we can, uh, you, you go ahead and tell your story. I'll try to rejoin us with David. Um,
0: so my first tattoo I got in the Marine Corps and I was that gung-ho motivated 18-year-old kid. And I fuck. I got it spelled wrong, and it's still spelled wrong down my spine. Not many people know that. Really? But it's a German word for devil dog. It's Tufelhunden, and that's where the devil dogs came from. Uh, Back in World War II, the Germans called us devil dogs because we wore our gas masks in this one battle. And that name stuck with the, the Marine Corps ever since. So motivated me. I'm like, man, I need something original. Got it tattooed down my spine, and... I fucking show my buddies. They're like, "You dumbass, you forgot the L." Oh. So, <laughs> so yeah, Um, that's my my funny tattoo story. I eh? still have it spelled. And the the funniest part is, there's room for that extra. I was going to say is there room. Or
4: you could just get it in, <laughs> in there. There, there. That's
0: there part of the tattoo. Room. It's part of the it's part of the nostalgia. Absolutely of, of that era of my life so i will never fix it feels <laughs> uh, i and i don't give a fuck like nobody knows either
4: no unless i tell them. nobody would have
0: known but i can laugh yeah. at myself so no. that's a funny joke my buddy <laughs> my marine corps buddy still fuck with me and say oh what's up two feet What? <laughs> instead of two full hunden
4: i didn't have the l so they call it two what was that feeling when they told you that
0: <laughs> oh man just uh sheer embarrassment it's like really I'm a dumbass, but it didn't last long. Right. I mean, Marines, young Marines do dumbass shit all the time. Absolutely. It was actually probably a very mild dumbass move based on the shit I saw in my Marine Corps careers. So <laughs> I actually, and to segue into that, uh, Steve Nelson, you know Steve? Mm-hmm. Um, so he has, he got a tattoo while we were in the Marine Corps and he was drunk. And he got his daughter's name tattooed on his chest, and he fucking spelled it wrong—his own daughter's name. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> right, right. So uh, yeah, we went. How do you mess that one up? Oh man, it, it's it gets better. <laughs> so fast forward like ten years, I'm at his wedding, <laughs> and I am I have I'm pretty sauced up at this point, and everybody's telling stories at the rehearsal dinner dinner. And I stand up and tell this story about how he misspelled his daughter's name for his tattoo, and I guess nobody in his family or his wife's family knew this story. And so here's this drunk Marine telling this super embarrassing story. I was really making an ass of myself by not <laughs> by not being aware of the distaste of the story. But oh man. Mm.
2: That, that's what weddings are for, right? Anyway. Oh man! You make the toast.
0: O- open bar at this beautiful Brazilian steakhouse, man. It was it was a good night.
3: <laughs> Probably one I, I shouldn't have been I don't telling stories, though. It, why? No, you know, I, I I don't think they're especially. I, I just don't get it. Why? Why get? Why do we feed the drinks to in weddings? Get people drunk and then tell the the <laughs> toast? Because I, I done I. You know, I, I I i spoken in front of ten thousand people. I've done crowds and seminars, and you know, probably done over a thousand seminars. Crushed it. I was prepared. I tried everything, but then one of my friends got me to do a speech for him. Hey, mate, David, you're the perfect person to do speech. Yeah, but he didn't tell me it was gonna be at the end of the night. I was shit, shit hammered. <laughs> shit faith hammer. And, um, and yeah, I mean, I fucking blew that speech and I just was stuttering and I was like, I, I forgot what I was going to say. I, I, I it was like a 30 second pause right there, right? Which seemed like an hour. <laughs> uh, it, it was horrible, but yeah, it's, I, I, I'm going to blame, I'm going to go ahead and put the blame on people whoever invented the wedding industry, uh, and putting, making the drink, making the toast after everybody's fucked up and drunk. Not a good
1: idea. Well, me and Brittany intend on getting married this year. I expect all three of you to be there and all three of you to make drunk fucking speeches.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
4: yeah. I'm getting
0: pretty good at this point where I told the story at Steve's wedding. This was my very first wedding speech. So I've done a few since. Yep. Yeah, I'm
1: not going to have a best man. I'm just going to have
0: Groomsman. a best tribe.
2: Yeah. Hell
1: so yeah. Oh, I like that. I expect all of you. To be a part of it and to royally I'm fuck up pride, your yeah. drunk speeches, <laughs> or not fuck up and just kill the drunk speech, but one way or another, you know, a collective I expect a to do that.
0: speech. I feel like we can we can manage that. Yeah, between the three of us, gotcha. Well, there'll be more. Pierce will be part of it. Yeah, that'd yeah, be good. How'd your meeting go, brother?
3: Yeah, good, good. You know, <clears throat> was doing uh We had about you know fifty people and just checking out. Uh, the product line they were launching, which is the virtual reality glasses. So we, we did a little, little, little talk. And, um, now, um, uh, now I'm back here.
1: Nice. We ever going to have our meeting?
3: Yeah. Absolutely. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. it's is that's, uh, it, it's, it comes in, it's coming in layers. All right. You know, I, 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 I got to make sure that, I'm closing the pre-sales for the, for the glasses so they can, so Sony and TCL doesn't fire me for um, for not doing not delivering. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You'll
3: deliver. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're, we're, I'm, I feel confident. I feel good about it. Yeah, you know, no, there, there was there was, there was just, just there's always that one asshole, you know. Today I had a I had a conference call right before I got in here. I had that conference call with this one consultant <laughs> that just tells me why shit won't work, why I'm this, why this. I mean, he he. You literally, um, uh, you know, poke, poke holes in everything, right? Which I, and in a sense, I also love guys like that because they, I've always gotten better from people like that. Keeps you on your toes. Uh, and the, the most negative, most negative people that are just fucking just poking holes in that. You tell them an idea, and they're, they're they're they just they just poke holes in every little thing. Oh, what well, the market won't do this. Da, 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 da. And uh, but yet, those are the those are the they're, they're, cons- they're always consultants. By the way, they're never they never own their own business. They never own the company. They never put in you know hundreds of thousands of dollars in investment <laughs> to make something work. They're they're just, they're just consultants, and that's what they they're good at. <laughs> and that's what they do. So they serve their purpose. Absolutely, we all play a role, huh? <laughs> yeah, they, they 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 definitely serve their purpose. It's it's cool. I I, I like I, li- I like the haters. The haters are cool.
1: So did you guys cue him in on what we kind of hit on while he was away? Get his no. take on. So we talked about a little bit of tattoos and then kind of just segued into art and self-expression. So uh, what are your thoughts? What tattoos do you have?
3: Dude, I, I'm 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 all sleeved up. I you know my I got tattoos left and right here. Like you know why one, one of my tattoos is this one right here, which is ah uh, fuck.
1: It's all right. We're not doing a video recording for YouTube or anything, so you're gonna have to get descriptive, but, there, David. Yeah.
3: So this is a this is like the universe breaking out of my skin. Um, you see the planet here, so I I, I comes all the way up.
2: Yeah, it's cool. And and,
3: and I, I go back to the thing. Right, I'm not I'm not David Nieves. I'm exper- I'm not David Nieves experiencing the universe. I'm the universe experiencing the life of David Nieves. Huh. So it's, uh, it's it's a little different, and it just reminds me of it. To the, hey, David, you know, get it together. You're cool, and life is. Yeah, you know, this is just this is just you're just an expression of of the universe and expressing itself through you. And
4: when did so, you get that?
3: Uh, I got it. I got it about uh, a year and a half ago.
1: Yeah,
3: yeah, I got it a year and a half ago. I, I, I like tattoo sexual. I'm, I'm probably gonna get more.
1: I got a similar. Um, concept that i want to do with uh i don't know exactly where the fuck i'm gonna stick it but i would like to do essentially a graveyard scene with an ascension and then the way i like to describe it to people is kind of the sistine chapel with uh the two fingers trying to touch with somebody kind of reaching up to the universe being on my arm and trying to essentially ascend into the collective oh yeah in some kind of way if i could find somebody who can fucking take that concept and draw it better than I can
0: describe it. I got a guy. The guy that does all my ink I bet yeah. could come up with something cool. Yeah,
1: that's like what I would like my way. I'd like to get a cardinal for my for my grandmother and then that
0: one. Those are the next two. How many you got, David?
3: Um man, I got two sleeves. Yeah. And then I you know got a little bit on my back and yeah. I wanted to do my chest but my fiance won't let me in. you know. my <laughs> <if> mama ain't <laughs> happy home be happy. <laughs> congrat- you know, just it,
0: recently got engaged congratulations correct oh mm-hmm. well, yeah
3: thank you yeah yeah i got a I, I i did get engaged you know i uh, it took a long time i'm thirty eight years old okay. um, but it took it took a while just because i uh i i i got i fell in love when i was like twenty five and this girl like fucking broke my heart yeah, <laughs> yeah i, I and it, it's it my fault. I just, I've, I've always fallen in love with crazy girls. I don't know why, why, why I'm, I'm attracted to craziness. Um, I'm, I'm sure it says a lot more about me than it says about them. Uh, but it is, uh, I was, yeah, I was involved with a crazy relationship and, and essentially I broke it off and, you know, was, was, but then after that, I was like, fuck this, no more relationship. <laughs>
0: Maybe it was just like forever. a good challenge.
3: Yeah, maybe that's what it is. Yeah. Maybe you, you gotta keep me interested, you gotta right. keep me, I like I like the uncertainty of things a little too so much, maybe. <laughs> you know, I don't like to be compound, I don't like to be I don't like to operate within boundaries, you know, so about the universe. <laughs> yeah,
1: okay, but your uh, your girl now does a lot, right? Maybe next time we have you on she'll have to come on too. You guys are like a yeah, yeah, power
3: company. Uh, yeah, she's a fucking beast, man. She I definitely recruited up. <laughs> I, um, she, she's a fucking beast when she's in fitness and everything. Now she, 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 uh, I I got her, I got her into yoga and I got her into this. She was already into positive thinking, yeah. but she, uh, she wasn't into yoga and meditating. So I got her into that. So now she's like, she wants to be a yogi. She wants to do, she, actually, her new mission in life is she wants to start doing, uh, retreats. Like she wants to do like, like, you know, we, we do, we do retreats, ayahuasca retreats, to uh, and we organize it. We put it all together, travel and uh, have a whole personal development week, self discovery week, while at the same time experiencing an ayahuasca experience or something like that.
0: Oh man,
1: your vibes attract your fucking tribe,
0: bro. Yep.
1: <laughs> wow. <laughs> we literally just talked about welcome, welcome last to the tribe. <laughs>
0: yeah, we. Um, yeah, medicine retreats. Are uh, very dear to to all of us. Actually, that's one of the things that triggered my spiritual path and, and my look within. You know, I was a marine atheist that that was programmed to the fullest. You know, from ego, everything was ego driven, material driven. And I went to to Costa Rica and uh, did a peyote ceremony with a shaman down there, and <laughs> it blew my heart mind wide open. Oh, really? There. Yeah, man. Did you uh,
3: did you do ayahuasca? Mm-hmm. Or did you do DMT smoke?
0: I've, I've done DMT and I, I've done everything but ayahuasca and iboga. Um, but that's this year. I'm going down for ayahuasca this year. And we actually, one of my mentors and, and good buddies that we grew up with own, or runs a retreat center down in Costa Rica. So uh, there, there's no coincidence that, that you found this roundtable to, um, flow with, brother. 14 so, billion years. <clears throat> yeah.
3: See years in the
0: making yeah and actually it's a it's a cool story man we did a we did a piece with his business partner he's a retired rugby player from South Africa man and he just basically disappeared into the jungle after he retired he he went and filmed rugbys of legend or legends okay. of rugby i'm sorry mm-hmm. in India and uh super super um humble guy you would never know he was a like a world famous rugby player but that's his business partner down there that that runs the retreat center with him. So um, there's some good brains to pick if you if you do get into that medicine ceremony. I can connect you was, with him.
3: What was your DMT experience like?
0: Uh, oh man, I've had several, I and mean, they've all been completely different. I've had.
3: Did you have? Did you do the frog? Is that what you did? No, um, no, no, no. Because there's there's several DMTs you smoke. Yeah, uh, and there's one some lighter and some softer than others.
0: Yeah. So I've done Changa and I've done a couple other smokable forms of DMT and they've all been different, man. They've all, like you were saying, they're, they're all different based on what it is. I don't know exactly what,
4: Not uh, came, what the,
0: what the DMT came from. You know what I'm saying? It was just crystallized DMT that, mm-hmm. that I had gotten from somebody that I trust with, with the plant medicines and whatnot. So I didn't really What's ask that? questions. What's that?
3: What was what was this? What was one of those experiences
2: like?
0: Um, my first experiences was with Chonga, and now you were there for that one, Eric, and uh, we were down at the Red River Gorge uh, in Kentucky. It's a beautiful national forest, and, and we camped down there for a couple of days. And my experience was so I when I laid back, I took the three hits, and I laid back and. I just remember like flashing forward through this white light and all of a sudden I was flying over the canyons. And this is the only experience that I've had like this with DMT where I remained on earth and wasn't seeing fractal patterns and whatnot. But um, I became this eagle in my visions and what I was experiencing in my consciousness. And I remember flying over the ridge and just... Thinking of how beautiful it was, and just felt like the abundance of love and just pureness. And when I came out of it,
3: were you conscious? Did you know you were? The, or did you forget you took your DMT, or did you remember? Hey, oh, I'm, I'm, I just I took DMT.
0: No, I I didn't. I didn't. It didn't come into my thought pattern. I was just thinking how beautiful it was to be flying over these canyons because we had talked about it earlier in the day. And the craziest thing is, is when I came to from the experience, it was only a couple minutes, but they said that I like my body sat up and pointed at one of the ridges. And right when I pointed at the ridge, an eagle flew over. So it was a super profound, powerful experience that that maybe Eric can attest mm. to more because he was there. Uh, because I don't remember that. They they're like, You sat up and pointed at the ridge and an eagle flew over. I was just like, I was that fucking eagle, like the That was what I was experiencing the vision from that eagle. So it was crazy, man. But I've never had an experience like that. Usually it's fractal patterns. No, no, I've only experienced fractal patterns, that experience. And then another one where I was like flipping through, you know, the flip books where they have a drawing on each page and you flip it and it turns into a movie.
1: Like a little motion book.
0: Yeah, like a little motion book. So I was essentially like flying through one of these one of those through a bunch of different like fractal patterns and geometrical shapes and, and colors. I, it's hard to explain. Uh it, It's really yeah. hard to put the experience into words, but always totally different.
3: Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, when I, when I did DMT, I did it in, I did it in Tijuana. Yeah. Uh, and there's a shop in there that I, that I go see. And we, um, yeah, it's. It, I mean, there, there are some weird practices and shamans. I don't know if you have, how how much experience you have, yeah. but it's just a whole it's a whole ceremony, right?
2: Right, for sure. You no, know,
3: they put they put this honey. They put this honey on my eye, and yeah. it stings so bad. Uh, and then then they they were I was eating like little fruits and a little bunch of different stuff after the experience. But the experience was beautiful itself. I mean, I was like just into this. I felt like I was inside this dome. Yeah, and it was. It was everything and nothing at the same time, right? Yeah. You experience everything at the same time, which was very different from my shroom experience. Uh, my shrooms, it was, I was, I was literally just multi-dimensional traveling and I yeah. could, and I could feel everything. And it was, um, and then I could felt like I, this, this, this one thought just kept resonating over and over again, which was, just, it's a gift. It's a gift. That life is a gift. it's experiencing that we're having is a gift, right? And um, and to to live it that way, you know. It also, now that also brings back a little another thought. Like if uh, if reincarnation is real, and we just come back, like you know, like I mean, people that commit suicide, they're just gonna come back, right? Come back right back. You can't escape it, man. Same lesson. You can't you can't cheat the system, right? <laughs> you, just, you just come back and um and come back and get in an experience in a different body,
0: absolutely. Which is um tough news for I don't know I don't for yeah. suicide. It's like the ultimate bad news. It's like, damn it, man! I just <laughs> left this place. <laughs>
3: <laughs> damn it! That's why we got to in enlightened, you know. That's, that's whole for sure, to escape the cycle. For sure, man. So
1: just because we've talked a lot about reincarnation and Chad kind of shared an experience uh, that he had. Have you ever had any kind of experience with a medium, or just through meditation of a past life?
3: I've I've spoken to a medium, but I don't know how you know it's, I I, I just don't. I, I it would have to be. It's hard for me to believe some. I mean, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a hard nut skeptic at the same time. Even though I I I talk about meditation and I talk about stuff like that, I'm also very a very hard skeptic. Well, there's well, a lot of fake mediums
1: it. and
0: psychics out there who just want to make money. Yeah, they are.
3: There's I, a lot of fake. There's a lot of fakeness out there.
0: False light, brother. Yeah. I'm, I'm the same way, man. I, I fully surrender, but I also, it's discernment, you know? Yeah. If it, if it's not something so profound, like there's no way this medium could have known that. Like for me, my, my medium experience was this lady that I didn't know came to my family, like sought our family out, like, hey, you're, this man's trying to, come through and he knew my daughter's nickname from my father and man, just some really powerful information that only my family would have known. And she came from an outside like she was actually my daughter's mom's boss. And she came to my daughter's mom two days after she started working there. Like she didn't know anything about her. Mm. So yeah that so for me that's what the BC like that
3: you gotta, you gotta- you got to take it. You got to take it for what it is, right? And for you got to sure. take it like, okay, just there's, there's there's definitely something here.
2: Yeah. Uh,
3: but, um, you know, my experience so far, a lot of them have been bullshit.
2: Yeah.
3: Uh, that, there's there's a few people that I would believe. I would believe. Uh, you know, Sadguru comes to me and and will come to me and tell me, you know, about past lives. I'll believe him. But right, they're very. You have to. They, you have to be pretty accomplished or come up with something like tell me something that nobody else would know like right. that what happened to you.
0: Yeah, for sure. And, and I think so talking to her, she doesn't charge. Her husband doesn't even know that she has these gifts. So she's very like quiet and like she keeps them a secret. Wow. So that kind of like, how does your husband not know that you talk to spirits and spirits come to you and give you this vital information? Like,
1: is this the one that you said you might be
2: able to?
0: No, this is a different <laughs> one. She doesn't do any any of that kind of work for money or anything. She has a regular job, like she's a nurse. She's a charge nurse
1: because I'm very interested in all that. Like I really want to have that experience, but of the past
0: life regression, yeah. But
1: I want it to be genuine. I don't want it to be like you said. I don't want to walk into a psychic reading right bullshit place and they ask you 15 questions and then they just you know do the right. whole, they I can psychologically take them, yeah play the psychological game instead of the actual you, spiritual game spree-
0: like speaking in broad terms and yeah. whatnot
2: where you can Okay here's a
3: question if you could have the ability to and uh, let's say hypothetically there okay reincarnation past lives if you had the ability to know about your past lives and even experiences those
1: past lives, Would you want to do it? To an extent. Yeah, absolutely.
0: I would. Yeah, 100%. I, yeah, I've had, I've had a couple of experiences that I can't really explain away with, with past life stuff, like stuff that's come to me in meditation. And and actually we talked about it last episode on the podcast, but, um, this same medium sharing information about a, a spirit attaching itself to my daughter and then her describing, a past life of mine in the Salem witch trials and why this spirit was connecting to us and then have another medium at a totally different location and tell me pretty much the same thing. (laughs) It was like, what the like, it's something that I in My reality cannot deny. Like for you guys, you guys should be skeptical because you didn't experience it. And I would be too. Like, you know, is it,
1: you know what I'm saying? Like, I get that it's, level of skepticism. It's becoming more and more relevant to me because I think we've talked about this on some past episodes. I, I've gone through, I don't know, the last three or four years where very rarely Gosh. I'm able to remember my dreams like at all. Yeah. But for the past week, I've pretty much remembered my dreams every night and it's starting to become more of a thing. And it's like, I don't know, mm-hmm. I feel like maybe the timing of it with everything that's been going on, there's just something to it. So I'd like to have an experience with someone that didn't know anything about me and was able to to prove
2: that Get it was genuine
1: yeah, without me having to I just, answer you know, a questionnaire I, first.
3: Right. I I I think that I don't know, like if I if I was to like have have the ability to download my past life's thoughts and experience, I don't know if I want to do that. Yeah. You know, I'm 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 already it's already a challenge in enough with one life,
0: but did to it happen as like my
3: fears, my insecurities and
0: did it happen like alone, a download for you I, though I yeah, yeah, i mean it's it's stuff that comes to me in meditation, and you know when I first started meditation and and diving deeper within myself and asking myself these questions, um I was my harshest skeptic, like dude, your imagination is just making shit up, like you're just making shit up. You got all this time to sit here and think you're making shit up in your head. You know, that I feel like that's a natural thought process. Yeah. But over the times where I have people come and in my life in some way confirm that bit of information, whether it be like a song that relates or a medium coming to you, that I mean, it's shit that you cannot explain away as mere coincidence. At least in my, I cannot explain it away i'm sure there's somebody that could try to explain it away but to me and my reality and being the creator of my reality is very fucking real
1: but that's a profound statement in itself just coming from the mindset that you had before right and i'm sure who yeah. you were before all of this stuff started to happen like you always talk about your analytical mind you to yeah used to be in such a huge control of your life and now the openness that you experience like so yeah, you would have been your biggest skeptic, and
0: I think we all, we should be to a certain extent. Yeah, to keep ourselves held accountable. But the experiences you that you've had church. since your dad died,
2: essentially, right? Like,
0: yeah, man, that's really when when the the, the walls broke down as far as connecting to the spirit world. And uh, we do we actually do ceremony out in my out of my house, David. Uh, I don't talk about it too much, just because I do have a a regular job that. Probably what <laughs> I would not benefit if they found out that I did that on the weekends and on full moons and stuff. But, uh, we do medicine ceremonies out of my house and, and walk on the land and have some really beautiful experiences. So oh,
3: I love it. I love it, man. I, I don't know if you've ever been to Sedona. They have full, they have full moon festivals there. Yeah. In the desert. <clears throat> Absolutely beautiful.
0: Yeah. I am um, so beautiful. There's such, such powerful energy, man, for sure. So, yeah. if you're ever in Ohio, come, come sit by the fire.
3: One uh, when, when summer Go on comes, some
0: journeys.
1: <laughs> what? You don't want to come out in the snow?
3: Be <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's I beautiful in the snow, though. <clears throat> I mean, I, I don't mind it, but.
0: No, you fine. don't want to sit by the fire in the snow. <laughs> you got to be comfortable. You got to be comfortable. If If you make your physical body uncomfortable, it can shake your psyche, too.
3: I mean, I, I, I've done water, cold water therapy and I've jumped in freezing cold lakes and freezing cold rivers before where there's snowing all around. I've done it just because, you know, wanted to discipline the mind, kind of deal and practice my breathing. And, and I just probably got was all jacked up and, you know, seeing the Iceman guy right? Right. <laughs> climb Everest uh, with no shoes on. And then when you're and be like, <laughs> Like holy oh, shit was just a bad idea. But yeah. you
0: find a sweet you find a sweet spot though. Like once the initial shock of the cold water wears off, it's like <sighs> Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 100%. Suck it up, buttercup. Yeah, I got I got really into the Wim Hof and the winter swimming in the river there for a while a couple of years ago. I really enjoyed it. Super invigorating, man. Actually the first time I did yeah, it Yeah, you come out Go ahead.
3: You come out feeling incredible, yeah.
0: Yeah, man. It's like supercharged. Your energy is just like turbocharged. Yep. And uh, actually, the first time I did it, I had intention of going and, and doing the breathing before I got in the river. But I was so cold, I didn't even sit, <laughs> sit down to do the breathing. I just jumped right in the wa- water and then got back <laughs> out. <laughs> like, uh, get my toes wet. That's funny. No pun intended. <clears throat> so, yeah.
3: Well, guys, I'm, uh, I'm going to excuse myself for the last time. Yeah, man. This was fun.
0: Yeah. Appreciate you hey, for, pl- for the plug invitation. your stuff, brother. Plug your stuff. Where yeah. can people get a hold of you? Where can they find your product? Or when should they look for? Uh, you well,
3: you all? know, uh, I think the easiest way to get a hold of me is uh, it's in Instagram. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah just um, um, It would be uh, evolving underscore David. I am uh, always evolving, always growing. So you can find me there. If anybody wants to reach out to me, you're more than, more than welcome to. And do you uh oh, And this is always fun.
1: You recently just started what, the the Training Alchemist, right? Was that a yeah, recent the thing? training
3: alchemist? Yeah, the Training Alchemist is uh it's a group that I wanted to start for a while and um I finally got a got a chance to do it. I haven't posted too many stuff in it like last week I posted in a couple couple of things. Uh but anybody more than welcome to join the training alchemist. And it's um uh, it's just a a group for growth and self discovery and you know we can plug in the the podcast there too and and share everything and um yeah it's uh just a just something to give back you know i don't I don't expect anything in return just it's just 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 putting putting good vibes and good stuff in the universe It's
0: beautiful brother Yeah David yeah. we appreciate you so much man we always enjoy when you come on the show as well so uh, i'm appreciate sure this won't be a last time man
3: No not at all not at all uh, so Eric Jeremy Chad Appreciate you guys. Absolutely, Thanks, brother. And uh, you know, we'll we'll uh, we'll 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 see you soon. I'll be in I'll be in Ohio soon. Come see you guys. I'm busy. All and right, we'll go brother. I can't later. wait, man. Later, Later.
4: Uh,
0: thank you for joining us, ladies and gentlemen. You are enough. You are.
2: You are we hey.